0: Jake, when you when you accidentally break a malm because you were pushing your card sideways and ran into it, it's worth the 80 bucks every time. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the ADZ Horror Cast. This is the Creative the Title Podcast brought to you by us over at ADZHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. At least we're here together, Jack. We aren't, though, is the thing. We'll get Mark to and I second. are. <laughs> Fuck we. you. And hey, sitting next to Jake literally this time uh, is someone else to whom stripopoly doesn't make any sense. It's Mark. Hello. Never has. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we watched 2015's Bokeh, which I... Think was a Jake pick, and it almost certainly was. Um, and we will <laughs> what dive is, all the what way to that. Back. Mean? <laughs> it
1: means this is very on brand
0: for you. Ah, this is, I'm, I'm interested a, to hear what my brand this is. This is the most Jake movie we've. Oh my on the god, podcast. I, I cannot
2: wait to hear what that is. <laughs>
0: And anyway, we're going to dive all the way into Bokeh real soon and why it's the most Jake pick ever. And when we do, fair warning, we're going to spoil the absolute shit out of it. Um, And hey, we do have a Patreon going, but we are not where your money should be going. So as it has been for over a year now, all of our Patreon proceeds are going to Feeding America. So if you want to get your money to a place that needs it more than us and uh, still get some cool perks for uh, contributing to the show, you can go on over to Patreon.com slash z Horror, that's A-T-O-Z Horror, and support the show at your level of choosing. But if you don't want to do that or can't afford it right now, that's cool. We just appreciate you being here and hanging out with us, but do do something you can for someone who needs it. blacklivesmattersca remains a good uh, list of resources of ways you can help. Mark, way to step on an important message with a dub joke. (laughs) Hey,
1: equally important
2: I refrain from that weekly. But if you need
0: a little escapism, hopefully you can have a little fun In the horror world with us for at least the next little bit And you know what that means, boys It's time to do the getting drunk part, so let's score Let's do beers for fears But first, let's address something I'm all alone I'm like the characters in this movie (laughs) And you two are not all alone well, we're
1: like the characters of the movie. You're like, oh the, god, oh, man. damn it! I'm
0: like that old man whose name I yeah, still you're don't just on know. on the other side of the island. It's not the the.
2: It doesn't. His, his name, name doesn't matter. The
0: the character's name on Amazon did not match what he said audibly, which didn't match the closed captions. None of which matched what it said on Wikipedia. So I have stone no idea what that dude's name was. Um, but that's Nils. yes, that's what it just says on uh. Wikipedia, but that's not what he said, Just and it said Mills. Vance on the subtitles. So, it's definitely not Vance, <laughs> dude. Um, it's let's see, where not. were we? Oh, yeah, beers for fears. Um, I'll go first because I'm all alone here. I have two things I am drinking. Uh, one, I am drinking some Brennavin. I got a little Shotsky of brenevin poured. I bought a little, hey, that exact bottle of brenevin So, I see Mark's holding up it. You guys got the same. So, I imagine we'll be taking a shot of, we do well, not that exact Brennevin, bottle uh, in a second.
1: Yeah, this has, been, this has been delicately aged in a plastic bottle. I'm yeah. thinking, uh, what is this? Let's see here. Uh, Number eight plastic.
0: It. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And uh, let's do this little shot before we get into beers, huh, boys? Cheers. Clink. Sounds right. <laughs> That's weird stuff.
2: I fucking yeah, love burnt it. Burnt Well, it
0: smells I like birds. It. it tastes like anise. Um as yeah. for beers, yeah. I went out and got yeah. myself a six-pack of uh, Odell's Isolation Ale, and it
2: is way... Yeah. How does that exist right now? I don't God. know, man. That's like you pulling that fucking H- Love and uh, science, or heart Valentine's and science? beer that, in That is, was at
0: Albertson's until I left Boise. It was still there, Jake. I bet it's still there now. Is
2: Well, you'll find that that makes more sense than the time in which you were <laughs> drinking it.
1: Is Isolation a
2: seasonal? Yeah, it's winter season, I didn't, isn't it? Oh. It doesn't, Isn't it like a nothing winter Nothing about warmer? it says winter on
0: the bottle or box. What kind it's of beer is it? It's just an ale.
2: A big malty it says bastard? says a sweet
0: caramel multi ale balanced with a subtle, crisp hop finish. Uh, maybe
2: it's year-round now. I was fairly certain it was a winter well, a warmer. Nice, a nice subtle hop Jake, finish screams I, spring to me. That's the I will say, ability, Jake, God I do remember
0: it. it having like a, a snowshoeing s- s- landscape on the cans. Yeah. These don't have that. These just have like Odell's logo What does it have in Hawaii?
2: It. Uh, maybe, rate. yeah. You got to package <laughs> it there. They they pipe it over at the sea floor, and then Either you got to put it in those I'll weird I'll say this
0: about this shit. Coconut
2: yeah, water there's cans. There's a
1: pipeline that runs along the this bottom. This is, of the ocean. yeah.
2: That's what the Great Pacific way, patch or
0: whatever. Way thought. maltier. Way to finish. This <laughs> is way maltier than I remember, and it's like giving me chills every time I take a sip because it's so malty.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's a it malty is. I, is. I wish master. I had got a six pack. <laughs> I mean, you live in Hawaii now, everything's going to taste malty that's not just straight up like. It's okay. Floral. I've also got
0: a I got a new uh, 24 pack of the Citra Hop Session IPAs, so I'm good to go. Jake, Perfect. what about you? What are your beers for these fears?
2: Cat piss hop. Um okay, I am drinking uh, beer by the Vale Brewing. My lovely fiance just took a trip out to the DC Virginia area and brought some back, so I brought one of these over. This is called Strange Strange and Eternal Eternal. They have slightly weird beer naming conventions, but it works perfectly here (laughs) because these two people are in a very strange and probably eternal uh, predicament during this movie. That's what this is about. We'll get into it. And um, it felt perfect just staring at me in the fridge. So I brought it over, not to mention it's a fantastic beer. So here we go.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. What kind of beer is
2: it? This is a double dry
0: hopped New England IPA. Wowzers. Nice. Nice. I like it.
1: Mark, what about yourself, guy? I am also drinking, uh, well, I guess you're only going one beer. I'm drinking a pair of beers to describe the uh, pair of people that are in this movie, right? (laughs) So I got to admit, this was entirely serendipitous. I've gone a little beer wild. I live in Boise now, Wahoo. Um and we have so much more beer here. It's amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know if I don't know
2: if the listeners know that you moved to Boise. Well, I did. Right as soon as I moved to Honolulu. We vaguely <laughs> mentioned that there are life things happening.
1: I think we drunkenly said it on the uh omnibus, but in any case, I can get Fort George now. So I got and that's a great brewery. So I got a bunch of that over the uh last weekend before I even watched the movie and I was trying to come up with like what am I going to drink? And I went and I looked in my refrigerator and I have the two perfect beers to describe <laughs> the duo you of do. characters in this movie. I'm going to start with uh, The Optimist. Okay? This is a, I believe this is a pale, they're just their kind of standard pale ale. Oh, no. This is their standard IPA. Uh, obviously describing uh, Riley. And then, of course, you got to go with his Suicide Squeeze, which is their special edition IPA. <laughs> uh, to describe Oh,
2: did we say spoilers? I think we said spoilers. <laughs> to describe Janelle. People I mean, are used to this by now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty well done. I I was pretty stoked on my beer choice. I got to tell you, I was really struggling with that for a while, and then I was happy when I found isolation. Hey, man,
2: I think it... all three of these were good uh... this week. I might add a fourth option. Oh, it's your turn now. We switched. We oh, flip-flopped okay. two does the poles. So patrons. suddenly
1: I'm, I have all the power.
2: You have all the power. <laughs> all the power. You can spin it however you'd like. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes.
2: But... Drinking beers
0: and watching the 2015 movie Bokeh isn't the only thing we've done at the course of the last week. We might have also experienced some other shit in the horror world. Uh, So why don't we cue that sound effect and start talking about uh, what's been rocking our horror world, starting, of course, with paying up on Lost Beers for Fears, which is just a jack segment at this point. (laughs) Hey, it's it's going to change. No, it's
2: not. It's going to change. (laughs) We're catching up after all the moves and people flip-flopping locations and shit and polls are out. I have a couple that polls are almost up on soon. I will join and you. And
1: you know, I'll post I'll post my polls just as soon as podcasts go up.
2: You know, well, hey, we're <laughs> okay, all behind so or good. something. <laughs> mm, beer.
0: Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. What a <laughs> idiot!
2: You suck,
1: you jackass. Jack, you want to go first because you were riding the pity bus
0: anyway? Yes, I do. Uh, I lost for The Sacrament uh, some time ago now. Oh, my (laughs) God. Jake, I think you and I will lost this together. I think we watched that before Um, COVID. And there was a – false, but there was a choice to be made here. I chose uh, Murder House – Murder Party, excuse me, um, which is uh, a movie I had, like, no idea what it was about or anything. Hadn't heard much about it. I forget what you chose, Jake. That was where I watched uh,
2: Baghead because I had already Backhead, seen Murder okay. Party.
0: Okay. Um, either way, Murder Party is free on Prime, and I got to tell you guys, I was delightfully surprised by this movie. I wasn't expecting much, and this is a shoestring budget movie, but this is really fucking well put together.
1: Yeah, yeah Murder Party rules. It's Jeremy Sonier, I think,
0: isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a directorial debut, but man, I, this is a great movie. I think
2: it might be. It's, it's like, what has he done? He did that, he did Blue Ruin, and, and then it Green, was Green Room. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah pretty damn you can see I love watching like what ends up becoming right like going back and room. watching
0: Memento now before Nolan b- became a bad director that's um, a little different he's I mean, had one bad I'm trying to compare <laughs> cool things
2: that the director was doing in an earlier film to cool things that yeah no I know I, I
0: Jake I said <sighs> Nolan because I genuinely thought that way and then I remembered I haven't liked like the last few Nolan movies
2: oh well it means you have some there's some equity he holds in your brain still yes Okay. yes
0: absolutely
1: yeah, that, that equity is called uh, marketing tells me to like him <laughs> For I mean,
0: the listener who doesn't don't hate know, on marketing. This is a movie about a Brooklyn hipster who finds an invitation to a party. It ends up being a murder party, and he gets chained to a chair, witnesses a bunch of murder. A bunch of shit happens. It's uh gory, it's fun, it's absolutely nut bonkers. It's hilarious. It's, uh yeah, it's very funny. It's really, really well done. Um this guy did a tremendous amount with almost no money that's mm-hmm. all i've gotten lost beers for fears mark is that still free anywhere i think it was free
1: on prime a while ago free on
0: prime, prime yeah, okay. buddy nice and i recommend it yeah i think we all would
2: totally i percent. yeah it's delightful i mean if you if if you want to see a movie that is tremendously competently made by a good director and you don't want the tone of something like a green room which is not for everybody this still gives you Almost everything great about that, but with something that is much wackier. And that's an easier to swallow package for a lot of people. Package pill. 100%. Whatever. Fuck
0: it.
1: 100%. I mean, if you want to swallow a package, it's.
2: I've never done it.
0: (laughs) Jack,
1: you threw to me earlier.
0: Um,
1: I sure did. (laughs) I had to watch Cube Zero. I'm pretty sure this was for something. I can guarantee you this
2: was for it for, for Cube? Something.
1: I don't. It must have been for Cube. I don't think. It I was don't for think Cube it was because Cube was shape related, and I think one of you had to watch the pyramid for that. This was. Oh, that was me.
2: Yep. This was <laughs> uh,
1: the. Oh, this must have been the uh, the Evil Dead because this was the third in a trilogy. That's what it was. Um, in any case, yeah, had to watch Cube Zero. <laughs> I have seen it before. Um, okay. You can watch this for free if you're down with commercials. It's on IMDb TV via Amazon um if you're into that sort of thing which is fucking jarring man the the commercials are like 3 minutes long
2: it gets it feels like it gets longer with each commercial think, segment I, they, they as
1: well get, and, it might. yeah
0: they have they have ruined their commercial game where i got to say hulu has stepped it up hulu is doing this like one long commercial at the beginning and then in, no interruptions whatsoever and so hulu's starting to get it right i'm kind and, of surprised it sounds like
2: you see more and more too that are like do you want to watch ads or do you want to take a survey Right at the start, just take this like four Absolutely. question survey, which is way better for whoever's putting that out there. But I mean, different use yeah. cases. So this is not a business podcast.
1: Oh, but it could be. I was I thought that was. Let's not go there. I, I'll tell you, it's more interesting than watching Cube Zero. Heyo. <laughs> so I have seen this movie before. I did go in kind of knowing what to expect, and the, I guess the good side of Cube Zero is that it's the. Gory fun you th- kind of thought you were going to get when you watched Cube. Cube was, like, way more... It's the—it's exactly like the evolution of the Saw franchise, right? You go back and you watch Saw 1. It's way more, like, cerebral and less gory and than you And understated remember. and, yeah. Yeah, and then you watch, like, Saw 3 through 9 or whatever they landed on. Yeah, it's just... And it's just torture porn. Yeah. This isn't quite that hard, but there's a lot of stuff here that's, like, you know, flesh-eating viruses and... Uh, what were the other good ones? Oh, there's a thing that gets frozen and some some melty acid stuff. I mean, you get. You I mean, how melty bad is acid the CG? Stuff? How bad is the CG? Well, it's better than it was in Cube. That's not hard, but I imagine there's a
0: lot more of it.
1: Uh, there is, and the other thing that this does, which is going to be a uh, very much a year mileage may vary type of thing, is this movie is mostly about the background of the cube and like what's happening outside of it. So the main narrative is from the people who are watching, observing the people inside of the cube and sort of the predicament that they're in while watching these prisoners. Um, And I don't know, I won't spoil it too much further from there, but you get that in like the first scene. So whatever. Um, It's a good follow up. It's much, much, much better than Hypercube. Hypercube fucking sucks. We should watch that sometime.
2: Do not. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, sir.
1: I mean, we do have a draft later. Let's do see if it comes back up. Um, oh, But boy. yeah, Hypercube is terrible. Cube Zero is much more of a continuation of what you loved about Cube, the original. So if you liked Cube, watch Cube Zero. Just don't go in with super high hopes.
0: Okay, nice. Well, let's uh, cue Scatman and go into regular Rocking Horror Worlds. world. Scatman's world. I have six to talk, six Jesus. things to talk about. Jesus, so new record. I don't know where Good you want to for you. Put me. Good for uh, you. Well, buddy. I'm yeah. going to jump
1: in first. I have no things to talk about. My wife and I have been <laughs> trying to watch them, uh, and while it is captivating, we only have about 45 minutes every four days to watch a movie now with the youngster <laughs> and both of us starting our jobs back up. So And moving. And moving, yeah. we will get back on that. You'll get back on, yeah, get back a on lot. Hers, we're, we're getting back into things, but I do not have much else to talk about other than the first six episodes of them. By the time I weigh in on this and by the time the podcast comes out it's going to be September.
2: <laughs> so maybe you should talk about it.
1: <laughs> no, whatever you guys go. I'll get back Here's to it what's
2: going to happen. I'll talk about mine. I, I I'll talk about mine and then we can do a lightning round for Jack. In his first lightning round ever, I think.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: You're getting Look thunderstruck, me. buddy. Ooh. Okay, here's here's the deal. I have not I don't have an excuse like Mark does or multiple excuses. I have zero excuses, but I just haven't watched a lot of horror lately. I think like it's perfect. Okay. To say there are, I go through phases where I don't watch a lot of horror outside of what we have for the podcast. Like if I have a lost beers for a fear's bed or something like that. Yeah. It's going to get watched movie for the week. Obviously going to get watched. Haven't been ingesting a lot of that content lately. I've been watching, I'm the one who hates shows, and I've been watching shows. I'm I'm watching the <laughs> F1 series on Netflix, like, that binging show does the rule, shit though. out of it because it's fascinating to me. I watched one horror movie since we last spoke, and this was pretty much a knee-jerk reaction to the fact that I've been playing a little bit of a digital board game adaptation that takes place in a woodland area. Root. So I wanted Root, the digital adaptation, great board game, good adaptation. I wanted to watch a movie that felt like an accompaniment, something that I didn't have to pay attention to, something that took place in the woods, and I ended up throwing on Willow Creek, which I've seen before. I've talked about this oh, before yeah. in Rock and Roll I've Horror seen Worlds. that before, too. Yeah, <laughs> written, directed by Bobcat Goldthwaite, interestingly. What? Yes. And... The guy who talks like this? Bobcat Goldwaite. Not really. Yeah, not really. It's Kinda. Not- <laughs> you sound like Pee really? Wee Herman. No. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I wanted something that I didn't really have to pay attention to, and this fit the bill. It's on Prime for free if you're a subscriber. Uh, This is about exactly what I remember in the sense that I hate the start of this film, and from there, it's actually pretty damn good. Uh, I was surprised again. I knew what was coming, and I was surprised again at how good this is. I think that there's like some level of I don't want to call it stigmatization, but like knowing that it's Bobcat Goldthwait, you're like, this has got to be trash.
1: <laughs> He's a directorial visionary.
2: Well, I've heard people. This isn't say a bad that. movie. The ending is really good. The ending is really good. This is a Squatch movie. This I've is a Squatch never movie. seen this. I know very. Oh, cool you about. need to watch this. It's a found footage Squatch movie.
1: Oh fuck yeah! Is it? It's yeah, I think you'd like have this. Have you seen Exists?
2: <laughs> no, but I think it's better than Kay. that. I'd
1: be curious to know how <laughs> they stack up. I'll watch Exists. Okay, we'll do a swap skis. We'll do it. We'll do an educational exchange program. Okay. I've seen Exists. You should watch it. I'll watch Willow Creek.
2: Perfect. You've watched it. It's more your bag too, because it's found footage.
1: I it ex- exists is also found Be-
2: footage. Oh shit. Well, okay, yeah, we're gonna have to report back. Okay, cool. I don't know. Listener I don't have much else to say. It starts boys. terribly. Is Trajectory un- is like a fucking it's it's exponential and it's and how good it gets.
1: Um, exists was, I how think, directed improves? by Andrew Dice Clay, if I remember. <laughs> no. no Gallagher. Gallagher. It was directed by Gallagher.
2: Wait, really? No, Gallagher, I Gallagher I was joking Gallagher? just trying to think of another comedians. fucking person. Actually, I think, hold on, Mark. This is a dumbass joke because I think Exists was directed by someone who we should talk about.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If you, I think if you have
2: to Gallagher's come up with been a, dead for some time now. If you have now. to come up
1: with a contemporaneous comic to Bobcat Goldthwait, who, who's your go-to? I feel like both of those were acceptable. Oh yeah,
2: dude.
0: Okay, Uh, Andrew Dice Clay, kind of. I Gallagher, absolutely not.
2: So, fine. Yeah, agree to disagree. Uh, Exist was directed by Eduardo Sanchez of Blair Witch Project fame. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, just worth mentioning. Cool, cool,
1: cool,
0: cool. cool. All right, my turn. Yes. Oh wait. All right. Uh, Yeah,
1: we're gonna do a lightning round, but instead of actually inserting any background noises, me and Jake are just gonna periodically chime in with sound effects.
0: Okay, and let me take you on a little journey here because it's got a transition built in here from one medium to another. Okay. Um... What? I'm going to be talking about a lot more books on here, is another thing. Ah, there's books um, involved.
1: That's why there's six. I getcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yep.
0: Uh, because there is a really Politics. cool local bookstore uh, kind of near downtown to me, and it uh, doesn't have a horror section. It just has like a used fiction section. And so I was perusing that, but I kind of panicked and I couldn't think of any other like m- horror authors. So I just went to Stephen King. I bought a copy of The Mist for $1. Does it have a used um,
1: erotic fiction section?
0: Uh, like I said, it has a used fiction section. Okay. So it might have an erotic. Mark, there might be section. some eroticism just mixed in. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, who knows? Okay. okay. Um, either way, I read The Mist by Stephen King. Um. Yeah. That book. If you ever read The Mist, read The Mist. It's really tense. It's really good. It's really easy to grind through. Is it's, it? like 130, it's like 130 Sweet. pages. It's like but a short like, story. But kind of, yeah. Yeah. And the pages, like it's kind of like YA sized text. Is it a novella? It's a. Uh, it's kind of a novella. It isn't. I think it, it's I actually, over fifty thousand words. Mercy I think, Street. Don't know but,
2: the real distinction between a novella and a novel.
0: They say it's about fifty thousand words. Okay, fifty thousand words is the line between novella and novel. So, and it's, I think it's above that. Um, either way, so I've been I've been jogging down. I live about a mile and a half from the beach. I've been jogging down to the beach in the mornings and reading Stephen King. About seven a.m. most mornings. So, read the mist. That sounds delightful. The other thing they had.
2: Wha- what? What? What would you say? I, I said that sounds. Mark is making random ACDC dc noises, and I said that sounds delightful.
0: <laughs> it is fantastic. I'm very happy these days. I promise. It sounds the
2: nice. other thing they had, which was amazing which is
0: the uh, Joe Hill graphic novel Lock and key LOCKE and key.
2: Why do I know this name? Um,
0: because it was came out on Netflix. because
2: it's a, made into a Netflix yeah. series. Oh shit and you're gonna parlay that into the Netflix. Exactly. Okay, cool. So mm-hmm. I
0: read I don't know how many chapters or something there are of the graphic novel, but I read part one um, which is called something about Lovecraft like Lovecraft here or something let me pull up my nose. The first one is called "Welcome to Lovecraft," uh, which is a like six-part graphic novel, six comic uh, part, um, and it's very good. It's really cool. It's really creepy. It's really like uh, you know noir, horror It's it's kind of you know old school Lovecrafty, and obviously it's just very very good. I very much recommend it. It's a really fun graphic novel. Um and then that made me want to go watch The Lock and Key that was on Netflix that I think I started before but didn't make it all the way through I was say, I thought one so one I gave, us gave that started
2: watching that definitely wasn't
0: I watched the first two episodes before I think okay <clears throat> um, but didn't make was, it all the way
2: through
1: that was directed by like Joe King right like Stephen King's kiddo
0: It's written by it's written by Joe Hill who is kiddo. Stephen King's son Both the both the comic and the uh, uh, show are written by Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's son. If you said that already, I
1: apologize. I was trying to come up with thunderstruck sound effects.
2: You're good. I did say it. You're done them all.
0: Um, Yeah, I know. It's a simple song. (laughs) It's
2: it's beautiful. Its beauty is its simplicity, Mark.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On the second view, I like this better than I did on the first time. It has really good effects, and the tone it builds is really really cool. All the parts that it sucks are where it feels like it has to like lure kids in by being like a stupid teen drama and it sucks beyond belief at all those parts how many
1: love triangles are there
0: uh several oh um, which all suck <laughs> but it is um it came out during the height of riverdale mania mark what do you want um but mania. it does have cool uh, yeah riverdale's great uh um but it, it uh i don't know it's worth watching it sets a really cool tone it has good effects and it does good horror stuff but Eh, there's better stuff to watch, so you could probably probably give it a pass. That's my transition from the books to the silver screen, and now we can go on to the, I don't know what the big screen is. The gold screen? I thought What's the silver the... screen
1: was the big
2: screen. Oh, you were on the bronze screen before.
0: I thought the silver screen was TV, no, was and th- the th- big screen is the movies.
1: The, the, no, TV's like the tin screen. <laughs> okay, from the tin <laughs> screen <laughs> the then to the silver screen.
0: screen. I watched a bunch of movies. Uh, the first one is, I watched The Resort. Uh, which was, I think, my dark with horse Z? for uh, no. HRR. No, the Resort without a so Z. This the is the one really
2: about... recent one.
0: Both of the, them, yeah, are the real half-faced movies, girl. Though. Yeah, this is the recent. <laughs> yes, one. the Resort with a Z is a terrible zombie movie from five years ago. Terrible or slash great. Yes. Um, the Resort with an S is a just terrible movie uh, that came out last month um, about some uh, mid-20-somethings that go to a resort uh, on a fictional island off the coast of Hawaii to explore an abandoned mental hospital. Yeah, you wanted- and they come into contact with the half-faced girl.
2: Oh, yeah, the half-faced girl. They smushed a bunch of things together. You wanted to watch this because yes. you live in Hawaii now. You're like, I need some local horror.
0: And it was on my list, and it kind of got vibes from the ruins. Um, but And? It- <laughs> really sucks. Uh, from the get-go, like the opening of this movie where it's just the friends hanging out in a room talking about their plans already has just abominably bad jokes and then there's a bad jump scare that follows it not too far after and poor acting and poor writing. It's... It it hits you bad early and maintains that throughout the film. <laughs> it hits
2: you bad early and it hits you bad often. Is it a yeah. PG-13 movie? Yes. That? Uh, I don't actually know
0: that to be true. I don't know that to be true, but I didn't see anything in there that would indicate it's not PG-13. I mean, you got to have a couple Uh, fucks
2: and some tits and shit to, you know... No tits. No tits and no fucks Uh, is probably PG-13. No fucks. How's the Uh, half face girl?
0: She has half a face? Bad. Looks
2: really bad. She has half a face?
0: Um, The other thing they did that really pissed me off is the skeptic. One of the friends is a skeptic, the guy. He's saying... Objectively, objectively, very reasonable things that make a lot of sense in saying them. Well, but they made his character such an abject chode that it's just like, what the fuck? You you wanted to like have a fun actual conversation about whether or not there could be a ghost on this island, but you so wanted to make him the villain and couldn't write anything to write for the other side, any intelligent dialogue. It's unwatchable. Don't watch the resort. I didn't Deal. care for it. Done. You know what? I'm- How would you say you watched <laughs> this? Uh, I rented it for $6 Yo, on <laughs> Amazon. <laughs>
1: you know what I'm realizing I have a gripe with? It's kind of surprisingly hard to find out what a movie is rated. Is
2: rated now, and yeah. they were in like the post. The post whatever. go to the movie theater world where yeah. it's put
1: up on the screen, but like IMDb doesn't even freaking mention it anywhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so that's that. Although, here's another and good I can't transition because that F made me. Because that's all over the place. You could control F rating.
1: That's not anywhere. That's the IMDb rating. That's the only thing that comes up.
2: Didn't you just Google it? <laughs> no, I did Resort that 2021 horror movie. Do MPAA, MPAA, MPAA resort yeah. rating.
1: Ooh, MPAA. Good. Okay, cool. We're going to workshop this live. Here we go, listener. I also watched
2: The Ruins again.
0: <laughs> it got me jonesing for The Ruins. So you're like, I need something better that I was <laughs> well, thinking of. Look,
2: not only is The Ruins better, The Ruins gets better every time I watch it. That's a good That's a hallmark of a good movie, man. I it's would agree, have yeah, seen it twice and it movie. did get better the second time I watched it. I've seen it
0: three three or four times now. And that movie, if you haven't seen The Ruins, go watch The Ruins. It's pretty great. It would have been um, better if they, had,
1: instead of the cast they had, had just cast all of the Spider-Men together on the pyramid. That's my, I'm going to continue to have that stance.
2: Totally. Yep.
0: Also... In but be- yeah okay. In between my most recent and this current viewing of the ruins, I watched Justified, which I'd never seen before, and now I recognize the the guy from the ruins as the villain from the last season of Justified.
3: Justified.
0: Yep, that's the theme song. Nailed
2: it. It's perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's eloquent.
0: Yeah, thank you. It's,
1: it's other things, things how many to talk have you talked about? about. How many is this? I have two more to talk four, about. Okay. Do you see my plight? Do you see how hard it is to get through shit oh, wait, when no. other people just, are just... interrupting you constantly to make stupid non-related jabs?
0: Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> um, and just actually one more, because next was Murder Party. I talked about that. Bad Hair is the last one yeah! I want to talk about. Yeah, thanks, Jack. This is on Hulu. This movie um, rules. Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to like this movie a whole lot, and... It is just not very good. Um wow.
2: there are okay. you guys should argue, but you know.
0: There Spized are up. 35 characters in this movie that it's it needed, many. and there needed to be three. This movie is well, yeah. the definition <laughs> of, much of overwritten and extraneous. It's everything. This movie n- needed none of it. It has so many characters, they take up so much screen time, they do nothing. The CG on the weave looks pretty bad. Oh, yeah. It's not supposed I mean, I'm to supposed... look
1: good. It's like deliberately channeling but the horrible CG of 90s movies.
0: That's stupid, though. If you got to make something look bad, it looks bad. They could have made it look like... We've had this they, discussion we...
2: before, buddy. Are you trying there's to a, make there's a 90s B-movie? And if you did, did you succeed and make a good thing? Or did you succeed and make a bad thing? And they made a bad
0: thing here. Also, I, B movie. I mean... Obviously, I'm not the person to speak to the experience of black women and their hair. That's a whole thing. Uh, I have no connection to that whatsoever, nor should I speak about it. But I will say I have no idea what the message of this movie was trying to be. At points, it felt like they're trying to do a whole divide between natural hair and like doing artificial things to your hair. But the, there's no message to this movie. It's all so muddled. It's such a mess. It looks bad. It isn't fun. Um, I... I didn't like it. I did like uh, Laverne Cox and James Vanderbeek are both delightful as supporting players.
1: <laughs> yeah, James Vanderbeek
0: makes an appearance
1: in the movie for some reason. It's so fucking weird. And so,
0: do, so does Laverne Cox. They're both like in there, and they both do a great job. And it's uh, they both don't need to be there, but they are the best
2: part of the movie. So how did we end up so far apart here? We have to dissect this just a little bit. I mean, like, you should watch time it. Se- mm-hmm. Here's the thing. It I'm not going to tie break this one. I don't know.
1: It's a it. It's a silly concept that has a silly movie surrounding it that is also charged with racial tension. And, I mean, objectively, not the best acting performances all the way around, but if you're going in there for something sort of entertaining but not necessarily scary and not necessarily be taken seriously, then I I found it to be a pretty enjoyable ride. But I would totally understand why your mileage may vary because honestly i think if i was just in a slightly different headspace when i watched it i wouldn't have liked it like i could see it, how i would take this on two different days and go to both ends of the spectrum with it so i don't know
0: i could see that too i, I also think part of what rubbed me the wrong way was it's clearly like thinks it has one or many messages and that kind of interferes with its goofiness and like just the fun ride you're supposed to have i also think it's um hurt by the recent release of slacks they are uh, very
1: similar in a strange way yeah
0: and that movie does a much better job of being a fun campy nonsense movie
1: killer inanimate objects
0: Yeah. yeah um so i don't know didn't didn't love bad hair i wouldn't recommend it but uh, I would love to hear any kind of analysis from somebody who has an ex- like who li- has lived the life of if this, has, if this has anything interesting to say about race or about like uh, you know African American women's hair. I'm interested in knowing what that is. i I tried to Google it to see if there was a perspective I'm missing, and all I found is a vulture article that just absolutely brutalized this movie, calling it the worst movie this reviewer had ever seen. So.
1: Oh, you read an article and then you uh, decided that you didn't like the movie. That's so surprising, Jack.
0: I was gonna say that it didn't. It certainly didn't help my perspective (laughs) on the movie.
1: I haven't. It didn't make me think. What? (laughs) Distraught. Thank you, Jake. Finally provided something. Uh, I have Googled furiously. I still don't fucking know what the (laughs) MPAA rating of the resort (laughs) is. So the closest you can get is if you Google the resort and then in quotations MPAA. It comes up with the rating of R. But then that links to the movie The Last Resort. So, you know what? Fuck it. It's not rated. I don't even fucking know.
2: Uh, Marcus now, don't worry about Marcus it. now detached his headphones. He said he was going to do it before we started recording, listener. And we are oh, time. 20 minutes in. S-
0: 32 more. Oh, uh... <laughs>
2: well, it's fine. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that the first half of this podcast is going to be longer than the second. So,
0: <laughs> no, we have a yeah, lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do we? Okay, let's go to the feature presentation over at azhore.com this week we watched 2015's bokeh which was a jake pick jake
2: so explain why you think you picked this movie? explain why i think i picked it
0: well now we're getting yes into,
2: like, i mean i know why i picked stuff. it <laughs> i know why i picked it but you can get into your whole it's p- the most jake movie in oh, history you can it's the most it in- jake pick in hey, history jack i'm gonna why. need you to pause on that until we get to the what the movie does right segment please Okay. (laughs) Um, Why did I pick this movie is the question that was posed to me. I saw this shortly after... Fuck, I'm going to play right into your hand, sir. Shortly after going to Iceland myself. (laughs) And there was no real reason for it other than it popped up on a Netflix feed and my now lovely fianc... Well... She wasn't fiance at the time. Now she is. We watched it together just because it popped up, and it was like, "That's yeah. fucking Micah
0: Monroe, Wh- huh?" Why? Why did you make that clarification after saying my now lovely fiance? I don't know. I guess it was right. Clarify wasn't it? it now. Yeah, <laughs> you made the clarification. Um, I'm trying.
2: I'm trying to get my word count up. I
1: mean, <laughs> frankly, I think the clarification would imply that at the time she was not lovely. You're right. Oh, that's that's wrong, the only though. thing we can take no, from that. She was yeah. always lovely. The, she the, is lovely the, and was lovely. Your fiance who continues to be lovely. Yes. Yeah.
2: God damn it unbelievable whatever (laughs) it popped up on netflix i was like that's fucking michael monroe she was in a sick horror movie that i liked we watched it and i was i it stuck around with me for a reason that i didn't really understand so i wanted to see it again i have pics like these from time to time where i'm like i just wanted to get a second shot at it because i think we saw this like what year did we go to iceland 2017
1: it's been yeah. a minute. I remember you talking about this a long while ago. In fact, I can get That Brenevin we
2: just drank was, I brought that back for you from Iceland. That's yeah, the actual I wonder if this stuff. has
1: like a best drunk by date. No, dude. Uh, it says 2017-03-06 no. on yep. the back.
2: And we, we, that was probably brand new. Yeah, 2017. It's high enough proof. Anyway, that's why.
0: Um. Okay, I, do we want to get Oh, no, there's one other here. reason.
2: Because as we get into the subgenres, <laughs>
0: Shut up, Jack!
2: Shut up! <laughs> we, Here we go! <laughs> we, 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 t- we review movies like this every once in a while that's like the flat-out raises the is-this-horror-discussion or what-can-horror-be sorts of boundaries. Uh, admittedly, this is a bit horror-ish, and mileage will vary, so I'm interested to have discussions about this. But there is something about this movie that I wanted to discuss on the podcast, which we will get into.
0: Okay. Well that was the next question I wanted to ask. Do we want to address this here of the
2: is this a horror movie? Sure. I think we can. I mean, let's let's kind of lump that in with subgenres, but let's tackle that question first. Okay. Well,
0: yeah, but I think um, I think before, that before we talk about what subgenres of horror fits into, Jake. Yeah, you pick this movie and you know what that means. I was gonna answer. You gotta hit us with a thirty second plot synopsis. Thirty seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's gonna start when you start.
2: Riley and Janai are some American millennial hipster tourists taking a vacation to Iceland, which I now realize is exactly what I had done when I watched this movie the first time, so that's fun. They get there, start doing Icelandic tourist things, and an event happens. We don't know what it is, but it basically erases everyone from the Earth but them, and they're just stuck on Iceland together, the only living people left in the world. They get into these existential things about like what do we do with our lives, how do we find value, and eventually she can't handle it and kills herself, and he's just left completely alone.
1: Time. So you got through all the plot, but you didn't include very much introspection, which mm. I wanted more of.
2: A lot of introspection. They spent some time on, you a... on
1: your part. Oh, on my you part. No, you kind of. They into have it. introspection <laughs> too. Yeah. I want to know what makes Jake tick.
2: Okay. Well, we might get into that in this podcast.
1: Here we go.
0: Yeah. I mean. There's I left out a Nils or
2: question mark name, but I don't care.
0: Yeah, he seems... <laughs> he doesn't need to be in this movie. Frankly, that time.
2: doesn't belong in the first segment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Um, yeah, okay, now we can talk about what in the fuck subgenres of horror this fits into slash is it horror?
2: horror-ish? Yeah. I, I think that I would not have much of a quibble with if someone were to say this is not horror, but I do think that knowing the genre and the... The types of movies that we consider genre film and are willing to accept. This is one that I, w- I would be a little bit upset if you wouldn't welcome with open arms. That being said, I do think is ish We can just get that out of the way.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Um, also, it's weird how c- close to this, how close this came out to, um, Last Man on Earth. Um, I mean, yes, <laughs> it kind <laughs> I mean, it of came is out that. like. It came out halfway into Last Man yeah. on Earth's run. Um, I think it suffers for it, but that's, sure. we'll get Yeah, you kind
1: of right. have to I not... I don't combine these two in my head at all.
2: Well, th- I, the same thing could be said for, like, this movie is kind of a Twilight zone type exercise. I, exactly. Like, if we're so, going to
1: talk about things, content related to yeah. being the last people who have survived something that has wiped out the entire human race, Last Man on Earth is... I mean, 742nd it's, Absolutely, <laughs>
2: Jack's just to... saying like contemporaneous production. No, the the, the Last Man on
0: Earth is really good. I really liked oh, it. Oh, I and agree. This is... That's
1: a fantastic show. It was not new or unique, uh, uh, other than the fact that it was a primetime comedy with that. No,
0: no, I I disagree. I think it was very unique. And only two things I can think of did its thing, which is everybody's vanished. Everything else is the same there like there's no bodies there's no destruction there's no chaos there's plentiful resources just the people vanished the- i think two things have done that and it's these two yeah the the no bodies was always a str- i mean frankly it's a
1: strange part of both of these things but it was much stranger in the last man on earth when they were just like it's a virus it caused people to die and yet there's no bodies anywhere that's interesting didn't yeah. want to pay any extra. I
2: mean, that huh? one. Well, I think this. Okay, that one. They
0: obliquely joked about it being a network television yeah, show. Let's. Right? Yeah. Let's. They, they like made meta let's jokes about.
2: Pause them. on that because that's. I. I want to talk about that particular aspect of this movie. But what other subgenres of horror, if we're willing to accept, uh, it, drama. Yeah, a hundred percent. Drama. I mean, it's an interpersonal drama psychological. And do we
0: have romance?
2: Um. Yeah, we have to have romance, don't we? We have to. Yeah, we watch. I mean, this is We watch spring. We watch. Uh, we have
1: romance slash bromance. So yeah, same it, fits. it fits. You know. Interestingly, we don't have drama, but I am going to add it because it should be on here.
2: It should be. It should have been used. I for feel like that was me abdicating
1: movies. my uh, my toter duties. Should have had that one on there long ago.
2: Advocating or abdicating.
1: Abdicate. Okay. Good. Yeah. Not advocate.
2: Yeah. I was like. Yeah.
1: Totally different words
2: totally god that's kind of it right oh uh no they're foreign foreign in this strange sense that like this is about this is about americans and it kind of has like a american take at times but this is a straight up tourism play for like two-thirds of the fucking movie there's so much product placement here it's like straight up icelandic tour board funded i think as well so american lens i actually
1: i actually love this and i'm we're we're adding a bunch. I haven't really added much to this in a long time, so I'm just gonna splurge on this episode and add like four or five categories. We had under foreign, we only had subpoint exceptionally foreign. <laughs> and I don't remember what that was. From.
2: <laughs> subpoint exceptionally American.
1: Uh, so I added the subpoint of tourism. Exceptionally
2: capitalistic.
1: Now that I think about it, tourism. Tourism horror movies are yeah. a special kind no, right. of foreign that I actually really like because you have like The Ritual, you have American Werewolf in London, you have uh, The Ruins, right? I almost it's don't about want that to be a subgenre. It's isolated in another place that is unfamiliar to you. So I actually think that is probably like a really good subcategory. I
2: agree. I think that's a great addition, Mark. I don't know that I like it as a sub subgenre sub-sub-genre of foreign because Fine. I, I think a foreign is like. So you're saying just beginning its own with thing. the fact that it is a foreign production.
0: Okay, I'm adding it as its own thing. Yeah, it's its own thing. So one better. What, and what's the actual title there? What's the actual category we've just created? Tourism, it's, tourism. I like Afflicted, it. No, I like it. And this hostile. is that.
2: Yeah, totally. There's <laughs> yeah. a
1: lot of movies now that think about it. Green Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> Never go to another, I mean, no, never go to another country because you just get tortured. I guess is basically. what I'm getting at. <laughs> either you get tortured, or the apocalypse happens. I don't know. I mean,
2: that's its own brand of tor- torture, man.
0: Valid, valid yeah. point. Uh, should we talk
2: about what this movie does right? Well, we, we haven't talked
0: about if we'd seen it before.
2: Jake, you did. Yeah. I
0: had never seen this before. I, f- I only knew what you told. I me I figured about it.
2: fucking no one see this personally. Yeah, I don't know. I had
1: never seen this before. Although I did edit the uh, cutting room segment that jake did on it i can bring that yep. up now i can bring it up later should we just read that what do we want to do yeah let's do it
0: read it let's read that right I now I want to see what's up
2: <laughs>
1: okay uh so you gave this seven skiers skyers
2: how does it spelled
1: s-k-y-r-s
2: i don't remember what those are okay. i was fresh off the trip. It's true. Yeah.
1: I watched this one with the girlfriend immediately after returning from a vacation to Iceland. It was strange timing. We got back and the first time I pulled the Netflix, bam! Featured movie and title card image of Make a Monroe, it follows, in front of an Icelandic landmark and an Iceland clothing brand. It was all too perfect and I expected the movie to be a relationship character drama that also served as a broad tourism fodder. I think that both hold true to a certain degree but there is a lot more horror here than I was expecting. All I'll say is that the prospect of waking up alone in an isolated place and, uh, in as isolated a place as Iceland is haunting. The movie explores that well, but does little that I found to be extremely memorable. Still worth a watch because of how photogenic the country is.
2: There I, th- there, the review's over. I stick with <laughs> that completely. Cool, this has This been. has been. <laughs> this, I'll tell you, the second viewing hit me precisely the same except for the just visited Iceland part and bam. It's yeah, buried, the it's the other buried thing now. I had to fucking back. I had to pull up the search to get it, but you know. The other thing I'll note, Jimmy. Oh no, I had to pay for it. A... It's not even on Netflix anymore. Wait, that's notable, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I rented it. To it to it's not
2: thing. on Netflix anymore. I was shocked. I almost Correct. said like, let's not watch it, but no. Nah. Uh
0: Skir is an Icelandic cultured dairy product with a consistency oh, of strained Skir. yogurt, but a milder yeah, yeah, flavor. Yeah, yeah,
2: skier. Yeah. Yes. Like Siggy's.
0: So there you go.
2: Find it yeah. in your local grocer, Americans.
1: Yeah, go ask for Siggies <laughs> and see what they hand you. It's, it'll be there. Go to the co-op. You'll see Siggies. Siggies
2: will, will be yeah. at your grocery store. It's in the co-op. I just
1: assumed you were talking about cigarettes.
2: Oh, no. S-I-G-G-I. No, like no. A S-I-G-G. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a- They have a plant in eastern Idaho now by the Chobani factory. Oh. I'm see, shocked. I'm, new here. I'm shocked. I'm new here. I think they do anyway. Uh, either way, well, let's talk about what this movie does right. And Jake, you mentioned it in your review. Iceland is beautiful. They do a good job of catching. Yeah,
2: I mean cat. it's super photogenic, and then they do like the super hipster thing of like actually naming the movie Bokeh, which we can get into in a later segment. But oh, in God. any case, this movie does some insisting upon itself, I'm not gonna lie. However, however, it's super, <laughs> super beautiful. I think it's extremely like I don't want to say Welsh. I do want to say Welsh. I think it's well shot and it fits
1: I thought you were saying.
2: I gonna say it's not Welsh at all, I don't think.
0: It's extremely
2: Welsh. Hey, they do
0: reference a Welsh word.
2: I don't recall that.
0: Uh, Scorg, or whatever his name is, says the Welsh word of uh, "neil"
2: is like a, a yearning for a place to which you can never return. Oh my god, you're actually right. I thought you were pulling something out of your ass. You kind of were.
0: No, he he says, it's a, he references a Welsh word. I'm sure I got it's, the word it's wrong. It's
2: beautiful, but. but what that does is not only makes you want to go and spend your hard-earned money on a vacation to Iceland, dear listener, because it's a tourism play, you get it. Which it does do, by and the well, way. Well, it's very I would recommend it, honestly. Like, it's fucking sick. Whatever. We're millennials and hipsters and shit. It's fine. It's a good place to go. It creates yeah, an atmosphere that really, really works for me. And I want—I I not I can't not put this here. I don't think it's going to work for everyone. But I think that the isolation and the desolation that you have on screen for long periods of time with not much happening is going to be very polarizing but if you're on the side that that likes that it's gonna stick with you that is what stuck with me it was the you're in the apocalypse and it's kind of like a zombie movie i was talking to mark about this the other day actually where instead of the enemy being like a zombie or like the other people that you're around it's just like what are you going to do in that apocalyptic situation when the enemy is basically non-existent it's just like the Slogan-ness. gaping maw of nothingness that is existence i
1: hate it when my en- enemy is a gaping maw
2: it's it's nothing it's like <laughs> how do you reconcile with like there is nothing that's fucking that's a weird thing to have to grapple with and i like how this <clears throat> m- brought that out we just talked a little bit earlier about like other movies that kind of do that thing where there's no bodies and i think that it is better for having taken that route
1: hey jack yeah, buddy. Do you remember earlier in the episode when uh, Jake was curious what his specific brand of horror was that wasn't zombie movies?
3: Uh huh.
1: Yeah, it's this. He just described it it's exactly. This. It's existential yeah. loneliness horror that is picturesque sober... hipster movies
0: that nothing happens. Oh yeah, that is also picturesque. See, Jax point, is just
2: Jax is just belittling. <laughs> <laughs> I look. I liked. I enjoyed. Name another movie like this. If I have a brand, you got to name Starfish. a few. Which I also that was loved. just interesting. Was that was great. just interesting. I wouldn't say that was for me.
0: I'm having trouble coming up with one off the top, but this, I didn't. I never said. Oh, like, but you just watched this and is... you're like,
2: "That's Jake." Yes, this is this is uh, like the most this Jake and horror movie. A
1: dark song have a lot in common.
2: Okay, well, I like a dark song a lot more than this, but sure. My point: isolation, nothingness. Like, how do you deal with the expansive? What is or isn't there? Yeah yeah Jake the
0: thing you said it does right I put in does middle okay. but I put the whole the whole tone thing and I called that all the tone of the movie the the feel of the movie and I put that all in do you does put middle put and
2: atmosphere in the same bucket
0: yes you can and I put them both in does middle okay. in this movie because it is the movie's strongest point. So you had nothing has... in what the movie does right no that's not
2: true oh, no I'm okay. just saying I wanted when it was about... in middle so I had to do some deduction.
0: Well, yeah. Well, yeah, you used Modest Tollens, and you shouldn't have used Modest Tollens. I don't think you should have used Modest Ponens, but I can't remember exactly the right one. Are Um, you saying words? What? I mean, saying logical proof deductions. Oh, okay. Um, Whatever.
2: Continue your point, then go back to what it does right, sir.
0: (laughs) The movie's strongest point is its tone. It has a very, like, consistent and, and actualized tone. It knows what it's going for, and it executes on it. It and it's beautiful because of I it. Think I know it what you're about to works say. Works well, but it's as an entire movie watching experience where that's the only it's thing exceptionally like, that's not taxing. quite a movie.
2: Yeah, it's not yeah. quite a movie. Yeah, no, it's exceptionally taxing. <laughs> it's it's kinda and like, it, yeah, it's an exercise in film watching a little bit, which is <coughs> A little bit, yeah. Ugh.
0: And and it does, like, all of it. Even the happiest, like, hopeful romantic parts are all the, with well, the same tone of being in the mire. It's,
1: it's <laughs> like when you watched It Comes at Night. I actually don't even know if you... I think you both of you guys have seen yeah, it at this point, it. but I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's yes. like you were sitting next to your friend who really likes film specifically, and he's like, okay, man, okay. So, like, what if they made a movie, but they didn't put a story in it?
2: Whoa. Damn it. <laughs> Are you fucking? You're going. You're about to go off on your ghost story shit again. Is this oh, that God. bad? Is ghost this story. that bad
1: to you? Uh, no, no. I okay. So we'll get to this when we get to ratings. This is this is a much better movie than Ghost Story because it actually subtly has stuff to say and has an interplay between philosophical schools of thought. Yeah. Whereas Ghost Story was just some idiot in overalls reciting sort of like sort of sense about th- existentialism and like why we should all just come I, I, I don't think this movie i don't think this movie is going to explode i
2: don't think this movie bothers saying much and i have some things that yeah. i have wrong with it but it allows you to take things from it
1: yeah that's probably i agree with that probably the better way of because as it, for just said
0: things this movie is actually saying the only parts where it has that conversation it's like yeah you are a freshman in college taking a philosophy class and you read the first chapter yeah. of a couple of different books For but,
1: sure. but I, I guess what i'm getting at is this is a much more realistic take on i think how people would react to something like this like that's that's yes what I oh absolutely that, is yeah both absolutely. of the two the two characters are very archetypically taking like sides in the argument here but mm-hmm. they are also both maintain their humanity in that way and maybe i'm just now I'm just segueing into my own point, which is that I think the energy and general chemistry between Micah Monroe and Matt O'Leary mm-hmm. is exceptional <laughs> in this movie. It's and really good. As far as making a slow burn existential horror work, as th- 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 this is the reason why this movie is is as watchable as it is, which is still pretty difficult task. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think this movie is. Almost a meditation on marriage or long-term relationships in general, as much as anything else. And there's one scene that exemplifies it for me, and I put that whole scene in what the movie does right give up? because of it. Not that wasn't the one oh, for me, man, although that one was also okay. amazing. I feel like that's
1: for, almost the thesis statement of this whole movie is just See. Yeah, go ahead.
0: For me, the thesis statement of this movie was I think we're looking at different things. When he takes her to see the abandoned plane holy shit and she just like mutters that at him after like he sees like a cool beautiful thing to take a picture of and she sees like a sullen reminder of their impending doom
1: (laughs) yeah that's true
0: i mean both both
1: scenes are kind of getting at the same thing right the one i'm talking about is he's he just absolutely he he basically boils all of that down and just asks her why are you why don't you want to make this work why are you trying to get out yeah which as far as you know, metaphor for a relationship
0: goes, pretty solid. Pretty solid there, both both yeah. situations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And and I mean, but I just think that line of like we're looking at different things is also just like I mean, that's a long term relationship, right? You gotta that it is its own organism. You gotta feed and recognize when you're looking at different things
2: mm-hmm. and be
0: cognizant of that.
2: Yeah, Oof. it 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 hits hard where it hits if it hits listener
1: you can't see this but all three of us are laying on those weird couches that they only have in psychiatrists offices Mm. (laughs) and then our mics are just positioned
0: where the psychiatrist would normally be we we have our own independent chaise longs uh well are they really chaise longs it it depends on what office sometimes they're just like the overstuffed leather couches (laughs) I, I'm, not, I'm not really picturing a
1: chaise I'm I'm picturing like one of those one of those kind of curvy I, things. Where oh, like a, up I, a little bit.
2: I see. I see.
1: And they're leather, and it's specifically the type of leather where like the the pieces they, with the buttons yeah. in it. and yeah. it goes like down.
2: That's
0: the, yeah, the overstuffed leather couch, like yeah. the the office I had from the Justice. Sure. The the couch I had in my office I, from the Justice.
2: Don't remember that.
1: Yeah, when Justice itself Red. gave you a couch. I remember that.
0: Red leather, like red overstuffed leather with the oh, brass buttons I do remember that. embedded in it. Yeah.
2: yeah. This is important to the listener.
1: Anyways, we're unpacking some things, so give us some time. <laughs> this,
2: is a, this is a weird episode. Oh, it's a weird movie. I hate to backtrack, but we did talk a little bit about how beautiful this was, and I don't think we should neglect to... I don't think we should forget or pass by... They had to do some work here, and it wasn't like 100% perfect, but they had to do some work to like actually present a situation where they were living as the only Alone surviving in Iceland. people in a legitimate city. I mean Reykjavik isn't the biggest place in the world, but like they had to it's shut parts of that city down. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> and it's, it's also
2: not small. No, it's like... not small. Like, <laughs> like I've been there. It it's uh it, it'll take a little bit. It's not like what you did at the start of uh 28 days later. That shit say, is like fucking amazing, but it is it is there. like that. And they did a lot more of it. And
0: and I'll say this my experience watching the movie, I didn't notice any like I, I saw nothing, no indication that they screwed it up. Obviously, I've read the IMDb trivia about it. Now I've seen the scenes now where they had like other people. It's in minor, the shots, but it's minor. I didn't know like it when I was It's like a watching. reflection in
2: a window or something. You I know? am it's fresh not
1: off the IMDb trivia page, and there is one point on it, and it just references the fact that bokeh is the out of focus part of a frame.
2: Oh, I just always assume. No, no, no. I think it's under Goofs. Amazon. I think it's under goofs. Amazon
0: continuity errors. I, think, I, I assumed they just pulled all of those. They're they, probably they under do, Goofs, Jack.
2: Mark. I think it's under Goofs. Yeah.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah. You
1: were right. It's yeah. not under trivia. God, get it right, Jack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. Um, but uh, they and they they do a great job of making it feel isolated. And, Like that first scene, you know, when they realize they're alone. If you get past their both kind of rough dialogue, like what happened, but. That they both do a good job of expressing like a little bit of joy, a little bit of this is crazy. Yeah, I think and they do a great fun, job. A little bit of terror. Well, yeah. and
1: to that point, I think the scenes of levity in this movie are easily forgotten but wildly important. You yeah. brought me in with Strapopoly, and honestly, that might be aside from the actual point of this movie. That's probably like the best possible second scene in this yeah. movie right
0: I, I have a question mark what is the point of this movie what is what is i don't know i'm not trying to chat. No, i think the point
2: of this movie is kind of asking what you think about what a point could be
1: uh, yeah well i, I, <laughs> I would say i would say the point that's what i'm saying jack
2: that's what i'm saying
1: it's cool the <laughs> point of this movie i thought that when i was gonna be in the same room as jake you guys would interrupt me less but it hasn't decreased at all <laughs> no um I think that the point of this movie is to ask the question of like, where do you fall on the spectrum between the optimist and the suicide squeeze of if everyone disappears, that was a beer reference. Uh, If everyone disappears, are you the, are you the type of person who will try and continue life for the sake of being alive? Or are you the type of person who is just like, well, everyone else is gone. What am I doing around here? And that's two distant, like, parts of the spectrum so where on that do you fall and you know posing those two people as different halves of a relationship is an interesting
0: conversation but no go ahead is that well my my thing with that is it doesn't quite pose them as two sides of a coin it seems to pose he is it screws it up right because he's not just an optimist who's reckless and out there doing dumb shit. He's also building stuff and working towards the future. And she's doing none of that and is also clinically depressed. Like she's not just a realist or, or a pragmatist. She's genuinely clinically depressed and kills her. Like this isn't two sides of a coin, make a choice. This seems like a person with medical depression. I mean, I don't.
1: So what would you have, I, it doesn't necessarily have to be two sides of the coin. It's two people reacting in opposite ways to an apocalypse. And there probably are other ways to react, but these two are about as
0: diametrically opposed as you can get. One is trying yeah, to they, make they life are. work,
1: and the other one is, has given up.
0: The, yeah, I, I agree with that. When, I guess when I heard you the first time, I heard you present it as like two different philosophical points of view or two different this points of view. And one of them isn't is a point of view, one odd of them is a couple. <laughs> <laughs> what like his is a point of view and a choice he's making. Hers is a medical issue she's having, and I think not a well, like, I, And I, choice and it,
2: we I, would need to at least mention that it is tied to or stemming from her Christianity that comes up more than it should in this movie. I, all the stuff on, with religion. Wait, that's a this sucks. Bigger
1: point. Bigger point to be had there, and uh, I just had up imagine, later. You can't just forget it here. Uh, my, I guess, I guess what I'm lingering on. And I think one of the most like unsung important scenes in this movie is as the as the credits are rolling and he's driving away. This cre- is like the best credits ever. After after seeing her commit suicide, he knows he can't save her and he just leaves her by the side of the pool where she driving herself. Like shell-shocked, yeah. Shell-shocked. And the question that I think the movie ultimately poses in that
2: is what does he, he do? continue living or does he kill himself? Yeah. And it does a really interesting thing too, where there's an instance doesn't he try to kill himself? Probably no, like two away. thirds of the way through that nope. long scene of him driving. That it's fucking great. It's, I, I, admittedly, so I, good. I
1: watch this at like ten x because it's I I what I'm no, not you watch can't watch somebody drive. You can't dude. You gotta watch that normally. On, hold on, hold there's hold there's, okay, there's a happens.
2: moment there's a moment where it's super. It's not super subtle. You notice it, but there's like a bump in the road that I feel like they do a little bit with the camera and the audio that makes you think that he. That's the time. Like he's going off the road. And he doesn't. He like kind of just like fixes it and keeps driving. And okay, it ends with him driving. He just, just driving. Him
1: driving over like a
0: cattle gate.
2: It was not one of the cattle gates. No.
0: Okay. There doesn't. Okay. He gets her body out of the water and then dives back in and swims to the bottom, and then swims back up and coughs a he, whole bunch and goes like, "Oh my he god!" Considers he tries to kill he himself. He considers it and right? then he yeah. leaves,
2: drives away, and then the credits happen yeah. while he's driving. Okay, but. That's at least supposed to imply he's con- contemplating Yeah, at, th- at that right. moment in time, he was contemplating it, suicide. You're right.
1: Yeah. I, okay. And it, I mean, it would be stupid to say it's not a battle at that point. Part of the reason he's living is for her and for the relationship that they have. So if that's gone, then he has to redefine what yeah value he has from living and i mean it ends you know he's alive at the end of the credits so
2: and i'm happy you mentioned this too because that's something else that i had and what the movie does right though it was more in the way i presented it tied to the movie as a whole is that this movie leaves you with a gut punch like she kills herself he considers suicide he is ostensibly the only living person on the planet and he's in this Isolated place, regardless of that fact.
1: He's in one of the most remote possible places. And yet.
2: so he, it's, it's, he, he is by himself. He is as by yourself that you could possibly be. And that's, that's it. And it lets you meditate on that in basically silence for an uncomfortably long time <laughs> as it goes out, which that to me is just tremendous.
0: <laughs> I'm out of stuff it hasn't
1: done. I, right. I like it when movies keep thematic consistency and this movie does it really well i guess is what we're dancing around yeah.
0: especially with
1: with yep. how the how the credits go out like it's a, it's a good choice it is a good
2: choice
0: which, i'm happy you mentioned that which is a good transition into does yeah. middle because that's what i had in does middle like this this knows what tone it's going for and achieves it i didn't and enjoy it you. yeah I but, think but it does a good totally job <laughs>
1: hmm. okay yeah i mean it's a depressing movie so this movie's going to make it depressed. It, I guess, I don't know. But Sometimes not even like, do
0: that. <laughs> it's it's beyond just depressing. Like this one is also just, I, I it's, it was too slow for me. Like there's there there's a slow burn and then there's this where nothing happens for 40 minutes at a time.
1: Well, yeah, I don't, anyone else have anything in middle? Because I'm going to just transition I, I, directly I, into something that's just wrong.
2: I put like character interactions here and I think that they both did a good job. To me, it was probably more of a writing thing, I think. We mentioned it and what it does right, but this is where it really belongs. Like when, when the thing first happens, and they're walking, there's an extended period where they're walking through Reykjavik and trying to trying to figure out what happens uh, or what had happened. It's a little rough around the edges, and some of the dialogue just around that, and when they even have conflict too, it just doesn't land as naturally as i wanted would want yeah, it to
1: it seems it's thrust upon it's them hard really like, it's
2: hard to do like i had the same issues that i had with this with honeymoon and you guys disagreed i think this was I worse about it but i think that it's a difficult task
1: we should mention here the directors are also the writers jeffrey orthwine and, and andrew sullivan and it's funny to like kind of picture them being like okay we're gonna make two I mean, you, you've you already opposed me on this, Jack, but just for the sake of simplicity, sure. two completely opposed people uh, philosophically in a relationship. You have to take up this polar opposite of this point, but also you guys are dating, so make it work.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that was no secret, right? Yeah. Like, look at the poster. It kind of has them as polar opposites. If you watch the movie, it's kind of strange because it's kind of like a heaven or hell to look looking thing, and that's not I got to tell reality.
1: you, polar opposites don't push away. It's the same on the weekend as the rest of the day. Nice. You know? <laughs> it's really Jesus good. Christ. Thank you. thank you. Deep cut, <laughs> modest mouse right there. Oh,
0: I didn't have anything else gracious. in this movie <laughs> in the middle. Me neither. Okay,
1: so Gosh that's going to get God. me to what the movie does wrong, which is Nils, so. or whatever his name might be, Based off of Wikipedia, IMDb, and or the Amazon X-Ray.
0: What he says and or the subtitles, (laughs) all of which are different. All
1: of which are different. I do like, this is a separate conversation. Okay, hold on. Subtitles. Put a pin in the subtitles. Put a pin in subtitles because that comes up in nitpicks.
0: <clears throat> but why? Why? Oh, I have something else to say in the subtitles. Why? Yeah, I'm with Mark. I think I know exactly what you're <laughs> going to say, Mark. <laughs> is it inaudible muttering or whatever? <laughs> it's inaudible muttering. The, even the subtitles didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fucking unbelievable. Okay, we're in the movie. Does wrong. Why? What is why? The point? What is the point of Nils? None. It sucks. The same as the point of every part. Every time this movie approaches religion. Yeah, that's it's what. So that's what it's
2: about. It's. I think this is. As, I don't know. It really wants to hammer home the, her grappling with religion and humanity's but she's place not grappling with it. She like seems
0: very comfortable with, I believe in God. I don't have faith <laughs> in God. Cool. No, yeah, All you're right. It's, jives it's, with it's not
2: her grappling with religion. It's her grappling with what to do with her faith in this situation where it seems like it's not doing her any good.
0: It's, they they wanted to write a character who was grappling with her religion but didn't like they they tried to but she isn't grappling with her, her 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 relationship with god jives perfectly with what happens in this movie there is a god i don't understand it you don't understand it sometimes shit happens i don't have faith in god because we don't understand shit happens people disappear i mean yeah it checks
1: Basically. out.
2: Basically, yeah, and I, don't Keanu I don't disagree. But walks with around
1: that. with Shia LaBeouf cleaning up the wasteland.
2: I don't, I don't disagree <laughs> with that. I guess I wonder, like, how I, I think that her religion, like, helps to set the diametric opposition Th- that's of what the I'm two saying. characters. Like, but at they'd... the same time, like, it also inevitably hurts the movie a little bit.
0: Oh, I'm so... saying they did a great job writing that description of her character, but then also wrote her a bunch of lines that's like, I'm a very devout person struggling with my faith for no fucking reason. Like her opposition to let's call him Nils, where Nils is essentially just a nihilist, eh? oh. and uh, she and she's like, no, there has to be a bigger point. No, you've already your philosophy yeah. is already not that. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I.
0: It's all fucking nonsense. It's all it also bullshit. Phlo- Stone philosophy one hundred one. But it
1: also feeds into Riley's point of view too, right? In a in a certain way, it doesn't come up. Literally in the text of the movie, but like at that point, if there are other humans out there that were spared for whatever reason you might come up with, you know, maybe that's the other reason that you stay alive and form society again.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I mean, all the points are so muddled. All the philosophical points in this are all so muddled because they're all effectively nihilism, right? I mean, Riley says none of it matters. Let's just be happy where we are. Nils is none of it matters. Just let me die. And hers is none of it matters. I'm gonna kill myself. Like this Boom, movement hits the movement doesn't understand the points. Them. It's it's all just nihilism, but none of it's nihilism. They don't. They did a bad. They muddled all of it. So I mean,
1: the, the the common theme here though is is nothing really matters, though. My question is: are you gonna to go with anyone can see, with, Mark? Anyone so can you're see. you gonna go with nothing really matters. The line from uh, from Queen, Bohemian
0: Rhapsody. That I just
2: did the next one. Yeah. Or
1: too, yeah. are you gonna go with nothing else matters by Metallica?
2: Well, Listener, to stay tuned. This is the important. I I know Jack, and I don't think he's gonna go Metallica. Okay, yeah, that's probably fair. Although I think it would fit the tone, that somber aspect. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, they did that uh, acoustic live. Yeah
0: version of that album, the iTunes Sessions or whatever. Yeah. So, or you can always yeah. just go with
1: Apocalyptica doing it, because that's fucking sweet. Yeah, but I'm not going to. Okay, well, yeah. fine. I
0: might. I'm well, not we're, I said, we're not said I'm ending. not going to.
2: Jake, Jake I like you said, I'm not going to. Like, you're going mean, to have this. I confronted that point internally, and then I... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he did it internally, and then he didn't vocalize I, it.
2: I did vocalize it. I yelled. You'll see. Just happened.
1: Yeah, listener, if you um, don't hear it... You know them, what else this movie...
2: Do you know what else this movie does
0: wrong? Yes, I do. Oh, Ooh. okay.
1: There is so much ADR in this movie. I mean, I'm sure Iceland it's is windy. It's shocking. But- it's pretty windy.
2: <laughs> they did a bad job. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. They. I feel like they got to the end of their two-day shoot, and they were like, fuck. And they were
1: like, okay, <laughs> so none of this is usable, and yeah. we need you guys to show up at the soundstage on Tuesday. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: We'll give you a day to get used to the time change.
0: Absolutely, I can I can
2: understand yeah. with the, any of the scenes that aren't in Reykjavik, but like you gotta you you gotta plan for this. Like you know your your sets, like you know where you're shooting this movie.
0: Also, I mean, people do get ADR right a lot, a lot more lines well, are ADR than Jack, people Jack. Let's realize. not
2: mistake this for like a big budget movie. This is about as indie as what we as we watched lately. I don't know what the budget, is. dude. I have so look.
1: much respect for people who do like really solid audio mixing. That's one like the unsung. It's an that I like. As, oh as, yeah, it turns as out as that's impossible. As our listeners who have.
0: As the listeners who have progressed with us on our journey of figuring out better audio, it's just wizardry. It's wizardry. Uh, th- nobody, it's not a science, nobody understands it, it doesn't really exist, it's just taming the magica in the air. This
1: is the first time we've recorded in the current location that Jake and I are Oh yeah, are we have at. no idea how this is going to so, turn out. So, yeah, if this doesn't turn out and you're listening to this on our condenser mic that's in like a corner of the room over there, then this becomes even more ironic a conversation. <laughs> it's Mark, okay it doesn't that
0: matter point, Mark. but i have something else something even more fundamental this movie does wrong okay. and it it tell the movie tells you what's wrong with it this movie is there there's a scene early on where he's got his dumbass old school hipster oh camera, we're gonna talk
1: about the camera
0: yep yes and sir he she says why didn't you let me buy you that new modern digital camera and he says because i don't want some digital thing auto-correcting all my shit because he wants his cool hipster camera, even though there's bokeh. a tremendous amount of middle ground there of cameras that could do everything that earlier camera would do and also still function better. This movie is that scene. This movie is mm-hmm. the guy who got a gold cable for his record player because it transmits the audio in better fidelity. No,
1: no, 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 no. It, This movie is the guy who got the specifically beat up cable. From a garage sale, so that it has these like weird white sound in the background. Even
0: even it better, imparts the right? warmness of the
2: medium. Ex- mark, yeah,
0: thank you, thank <laughs> you. It, it ex- this movie is that. Fuck, and like, I, I, just hate, like, early I hate on this. This, <laughs> this movie told you what it was, and then it <laughs> lived <laughs> Should up. Should we, to we that. revisit is... brand at this point? Or? <laughs> hey yeah, man, now fuck you. What's... I'm
2: I'm I'm putting my vinyl through a Sono system. I'm somewhere in between. It
0: did, that but that scenes early on, and then it carried through with that. Yeah. But what if we made a movie that has this tone that people don't really like, but we like it, and we're trying to do it, and we do it consistently. Like, this movie is that. Yeah, it is.
1: I mean, I think this is what you're getting at, so maybe I'm just reiterating things here, but as a thematic element, the camera doesn't make any fucking sense at all. At all. It has no place. His? Oh, my God,
0: no.
2: the
1: extension of that is that... The name of the movie doesn't make any fucking sense.
2: I'll go with that. Yep. I don't know if I'll go with the Agreed. camera doesn't. Like people have their own weird hobbies, dude. I mean, he's I not guess. molesting children. He's fucking using a weird camera. <laughs> like, come on. Those
1: are two things to equate. What? <laughs> I'm trying to make I'm trying to make
2: it obvious that it's not that bad. Plus, there's a lot of Republicans in the news lately, you know?
1: In the grand scheme of things,
0: yes. Having <laughs> a cool camera is less
2: Jake,
1: as Jake, as
0: the podcast attorney, I'm comfortable saying Matt Gates is a child. Thank boy. you.
2: <laughs> I was trying to tiptoe, you know? You you don't have to oh, tiptoe. I'm that comfortable guy. with you. Anyway. So, that guy can come the fuck after us. <laughs> oh, he will, too, you know?
1: I would... Oh, yeah. Flash forward to, like, three months from now when we're getting doxed Cease by and desist idiot. and shit. Okay, yeah. whatever. We're not... I, I mean that would
0: require that would require yeah, Mark, the podcast. I to come completely out three derailed Mark, us. He's he's gonna dox us. Not the fact that I wrote my home address as the return address on every piece of mail I've ever put out for the podcast.
1: Matt Gates becomes a patron member. First off, <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then we send him stickers eventually, and then he doxes us.
2: That's Our how patrons, are we, we get stickers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: what
1: what was your
2: I actual, actual point- good about the sticker?
1: My actual point was the camera. Doesn't make sense as a thematic element. I the mean, the camera like, doesn't
2: make sense, period, but it's the, like, the I'm ultimate, not hating on the camera. I'm hating the, on the title.
1: The ultimate payoff from the camera is an interesting one where she develops his photos of her as something that he can keep when she kills that's herself.
2: That's so fucking brutal. What the fuck? Yeah, that is. Brutal. I got a problem. I got Okay, that's later. I guess that's after, I guess that's after point, you use that implement. It's a
1: point she's making where she's like, you like moments. Here you go. Yeah, but Here's- it's such
2: a slap in the. Fu-
0: uh, no, no I yeah, that's, I can't. That's, it that's a person it who's not just like fatally depressed. Yeah. That person is vindictive at all. There is something. Hey, hey, it's Asshole. like we're getting it something
1: this movie does wrong, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Fuck it. it. It's escalated. She's she a huge b- at the end.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's not okay. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs>
1: I now I, have to I believe you. I think there's, I mean, hold on. We're casting that in a very negative light. When I think it is, there is an it, There is an endearing side of it that you could easily make that of like, look, this is, you've taken dozens and, I mean, a weird amount of photos of Tens, here. Mark. <laughs> there are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens and tens. I don't know if it's necessarily vindictive. It comes it across is, that way. I mean, if you're going to kill yourself and leave your... The person who's, like, madly in love with you is a stack of photos that as they As the only of you, human
2: left on Earth. As the only
1: human left on Earth. That's an aggressive thing to do. It sucks. <laughs> Especially, It
0: sucks. It's framed as directly because she got mad at him for sending her an email with a picture in it.
2: Yeah, it's like he sends her the, like, we got northern lights to look forward to this winter when there's no sun whatsoever. And she's like, here's <laughs> some photos of me. Also, and by the way, I killed myself.
0: <laughs> here's also it's something wrong okay. with the movie. Why in the flying fuck did he email her? What the yeah, hell? You're- three feet from each oh, other not only does that is that stupid from a thematic element in the movie it just oh makes my god me think blow about, the whistle. <laughs> there's that's it makes nitpick. me think about all of the infrastructure that has successfully been ignored all just come rushing back
2: that was a nitpick
0: that's not that a, it's a, beyond nitpick, a nitpick. Dude, that, that one's a nitpick no like i i like that they never talk about why people disappeared and that like, things just kind of keep working, especially in Iceland, where most of the power is geothermal and solar. Like, it would just kind of keep yeah. working for a while. But then I'm thinking about, okay, well, the web servers for Apple are mostly in the United States, and that's mostly nuclear and coal. And that shit wouldn't keep working with well, and without people there maintaining that, like those
1: it. Those server farms require so much fucking energy. Even if it was geothermal, it would disintegrate in, like, a day.
0: Absolutely. And like, why did you, why did you, you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it. She was planning to press to kill herself. But instead he like walked across the street
1: to the local coffee bar to send her an email and then came back.
2: Trying to like, I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm
0: not going to defend <laughs> but it. But also they, they have a generator powering their house, but somehow they still have a router going. Like what the fuck? It is. Yeah. Somehow the ISP
1: still works. No, we don't, we don't need to digest that one. But it is funny to think about like, so if, if my wife and I were the last people on the planet. And we were able to still use all of the internet and stuff. We would probably still text each other, even if we were like, just, <laughs> just, just could in the
0: buy, same house. Like, I, could, I could buy that, but
2: if they'd shown us any other emails. I think <laughs> there needs to be something else. Like I could buy like trying to have some semblance of your normalcy from a pri- previous life or whatever, but it I doesn't get, work.
1: I guess it is one thing. like If he had continued to email her throughout the course of this whole thing, and it's kind of hard to tell exactly how long this goes, but like multiple weeks is what I'm understanding. Um, Did you see that enormous windmill he built? Okay, so like six months. We'll give it six months. If the first email I send you is at week, you know, uh, 23,
0: <laughs> that's a
1: little bit of a weird
0: move. Yeah, all I'm saying, like I put it, it does wrong because this scene – and this one actually ruins the tone of the rest of the like it doesn't ruin the tone, but this is the only out of tone scene in the yeah. movie. Like I don't know why well, besides all the
2: not nils, nils stuff. scenes. Yeah, we're forgetting those happened. By the way, this could Easy only I feel like this took place over like maybe a month.
0: No way
2: It's never night in the movie and it's only going it's to be never that night way for Iceland, a short period though. of time. I've learned that for a short period of time.
3: Yeah. Well, Jake, who knows? Though.
0: Maybe the aliens who disappeared everyone made it day all the time.
2: Damn, you're right. <laughs> Aliens named God.
1: Is it possible this is like a Langoliers type of situation where they, <laughs> she
0: was awake at the time. Mark, that, the, Mark, that the whole
1: thing happened. We've
0: got a draft coming up. You'd be wise to not remind me of the Langoliers. <laughs> you're not allowed to draft the Langoliers. That's a five and a
1: half hour long movie. Well, is it really? It's long. I don't think. It's yeah, we're not. Long. But it's I like used to
2: watch long. it with Ashley in I high think, school. So I think we implemented some sort of a veto situation as well.
1: Never used it. I would 100% watch The Langoliers, but it would take me three days.
3: <laughs>
1: it was That's a fucking miniseries. That's like asking us to watch the 1986 Tim Curry It, which, I mean, would be fun as hell, but also it's long.
0: <laughs> we blew the whistle, right? Yes. Her mom sounds exactly like the stock female robot voice. Like, my dad doesn't have a voice. <laughs> This Jake just is really, just inhaling is really so much beer that exploded out of his <laughs> nice. can of what Zaffa You got there, buddy? Is that just,
2: one of mine? No.
0: Is that a Bodhis Is that a Bodie? <laughs> yeah. Oof. I also want you to know. I gathered that that so was a Bodhi beer. from like the top quarter inch of the can. That was you had it clasped so hard. Oh. It's like it's like the episode of The Simpsons when Bart puts. The, not
2: to, it was. <laughs> Hold on, gonna spray. Was, like, really his spray head out. was about to inflate, Thank
0: Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sinuses my God. Like, What uh, the
1: hell, dude? It's like the episode of The Simpsons where Bart puts a duff in a paint shaker. Yeah. gone.
0: <laughs>
1: it <laughs> <laughs> hasn't even been opened yet.
0: Anyway, her mom sounds exactly like the stock female robot voice. From phones, like I call my dad, he doesn't have a voicemail Siri? set up, and it says, "No, not Siri," but it says, "Like, I'm sorry, the Google subscriber you've called does not have a voicemail set up." When her mom was like, "I'm sorry, I can't get to my phone right now. This is Karen. Leave a message." I'm like, what the fuck? That wasn't a stock message. It weirded me out. I mean, you can
2: do the thing where you just, oh. like says your name.
0: You could do that, or you could. I mean, I feel like parents
1: are maybe okay. This is dating ourselves, but like parents of people who are our age. Are specifically good at making awkward-sounding voicemail messages. My mom, mostly on not, I mean, on her outgoing message, seems very inconvenient that you're leaving her a voicemail. <laughs> but also, anytime she's leaving you, me, or anyone who's in her circle a voicemail makes it sound like it's the most, uh, like desperate plea for help. She'll be like, "Hey, are you coming over this Sunday?" And the voicemail she leaves is, "Mark." Call me immediately.
0: I have a question <laughs> oh, yeah. for you. Oh yeah, call me now. <laughs> yeah, I demand your attention. But her mom's is not a stock female voice robot. It's it's actually her mom. It's just in the exact cadence and tenor of the stock. This person doesn't have a voicemail set up. It weirded me out. It's a nitpick. Okay. Okay. Seems it's like a good nitpick. Pick. It's a good that nitpick. Seems like a nitpick. To me. And then
1: let me and then let me do my 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 stock like thirty second stand up comedy
0: act. That I there, want you to know? there you go. There you go. I like that you got that locked and loaded. I've got a tight, like, 90 seconds locked and loaded, too.
1: Like, what's the deal with airplane food, you know?
0: (laughs) No, Mark. (laughs) Better than that. Hey, I have a nitpick with Iceland. Do all shopping carts in Iceland have no locked wheels on them? I love that.
2: I don't know, Jack, but I did have a nitpick with the shopping scene because they go to a Cronin, and you should not be Cronin people. You should be Bonus people. Go to
0: Bonus... Okay, well, I don't have a hipster. I've been to Iceland take. I have a take with <laughs> what was on screen. <laughs> so the
1: only time, this is this is how my brain works. The only time I've ever seen a shopping cart where all four wheels are unlocked and you can do that thing, not only did I spend the entire time walking through Ikea doing it, but it was Ikea. Mark, I was just going to so, say,
0: it's the only time I've seen it is at the Salt Lake City Ikea. So, so now I'm just curious,
1: is it like a... Like a like a Norse thing, like like Iceland and (laughs) Scandinavia and maybe Northern UK stuff. The Nordics, the Nords in general. Maybe they don't like lock. Not like. Do they like the freedom of of four wheel move? You want to push your cart
0: sideways like an absolute psychopath? Sure, go for it. Every time, Jack. Every
2: time. (laughs) Oh, what? You know I do too. What's the downside? (laughs)
0: There is none. You it's can't fantastic. fit through some of the weird aisles, but it's a good bit. It's a good the bit. The downside is that uh, at least in the Salt Lake City. Jake, when you when you, you accidentally break a malm because you were pushing your cart sideways and ran into it, it's worth the 80 malm. bucks every time. I don't know, something at IKEA that I broke.
2: Doing it a, like a bit
0: calyx or a Kjorg. It's like one of those. I know things. what
2: a Calyx is. Yeah. I, I don't know, what know what a Kjorg That's, is.
0: The Malm is the square
2: bookshelves. That sounds like a Calyx.
0: I think a Korg is
1: one of the five dollar end tables. It's just like four. Oh legs boy! In a square. Oh boy! This can't you be what we're doing,
0: Calyx. I don't. This cannot be what we're doing. Calyx. Stop! Is the cube? I refuse.
2: Yeah. No. Calyx is like apparently like the best possible way to store vinyl. That
0: oh. is cannot be true.
2: It's like it's like perfectly Jake, shaped for vinyl. Now this is interesting
0: because we have one of those upstairs. Jake, trying to figure
1: out how to store my vinyl. right
0: I now. will not listen to you. Talk about the best way to store vinyl on the specific Ikea furniture you know the name of. I won't do it. This podcast is already too white.
2: (laughs) It is very white. It's
0: been too white for a long time. Yeah. We've hit peak.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. While we're talking
0: about the shopping, though, they are obviously filmed that in a Home Depot where everything is orange and everything. There are no
2: Home Depots in Iceland. Looked it up. Yeah, I was gonna say like, where's the Home Depot? There is no Home Depot in Iceland. So, filming location, U.S. of A. Yep, somewhere. It's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Whatever.
0: Stockton, California.
2: It's kind of weird. Like, if they're gonna spend that amount of time in Iceland, where the hardware store is just like, nope, fuck off. Yeah. Weird. Yeah.
1: Uh, hey. Mean, or there's just they're already filming with a studio, and they're like, yeah, we have a contract. <laughs>
2: Something went wildly wrong with the the scene we did shoot, so when you come back to do your fucking ADR, we're gonna need you to do a whole new scene. Yeah, watch this Bebo.
1: abandoned thing we already have going for another for Mister and Mrs. Smith two. Yeah. <laughs> the,
0: hey, equalizer. the equalizer. You know why we bury side. bodies traditionally, and it's not just because that's what we do. It's because a corpse smells terrible, will foul up any nearby water source, and will sub- attract a bunch of fucking scavengers that you don't want near where you're living. Humans don't just bury bodies because it's something we do. There are reasons, and reasons they should abide. Like,
2: they- Oh, when they were burying Nils, you mean? When and he's, he's like, like, burying Nils, she's do? like,
0: why would we even do that? And he's like, because that's what people do. No, there are so many practical reasons to bury a body.
1: Wow, this is a huge nitpick. I feel like I would try and at least keep burying people in this situation assuming there weren't like piles of bodies in i would streets.
0: absolutely bury people but not out of respect because bodies fucking smell so bad yeah but they're leaving this place
2: they're like out in the countryside if, yeah
1: i yeah i'm i'm leaving this place in the next 20 minutes the time i'm spending here remaining
2: i feel like be, this is our only opportunity for a bury like a sea burial if like, i'm sure fucking... i'm
0: not coming back to that place 100 percent leaving the body but yeah, there's... but we've already, dis- we've already discussed this on the Funny Games podcast. You are a fucking sociopath. I- Iceland is a small island, and there's a chance I might need to go back to that house. I'm burying that body.
2: Dude, it yeah. ain't that fucking small, though. Like, that's Why did you go back to that house?
0: Yeah, you're in farmland. Just go to the next farm. What else do you have to do?
1: Go to the next farm. Go to every house what but I... that.
2: They found one guy. <laughs>
0: Look, I all a long I'm saying all time in the world. I would say I I'm, I'm happy to bury the body, but not be out of respect for the person that it used to be. Yeah, because it's just a
2: sack of molecules or whatever, right?
1: I would bury it out of the per- out of respect for the person who it used to be.
2: That's nice. We got a nice guy and we got a shithead. Yeah, we do. But
1: uh, but you could not tell he was pointing at Jack when he said shithead yeah, just so you know.
2: But in
0: so in this situation <laughs> I'm the this, this movie's message is too
2: muddled.
1: <laughs> That's what it is. Jack's back to That's it. That's what it is. The
2: movie's message is muddled. You got to bury <laughs> your dead.
1: I I mean I appreciate the I'm going on to my next nitpick. I appreciate how clean cut the movie i the movie is with just like everyone was gone. But I yeah. want a little bit more. You commentary. want more? Now I want a little bit more commentary on like.
0: None of the ca- all the cars were in park. One of them was still like, running. No, one of them was still running but in park apparently. You wanted yeah. you
2: wanted some bullshit like that fucking latest World of Worlds where there was pants, right? You wanted the pants to still be there or something. Yeah, or something like Unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. Well, well, at least
0: where like there's
1: it doesn't Wait. even have to be a bad accident. Just take two cars, put them both in drive and take your foot I, off like, the gas pedal. I would or, prefer or the park. cars
2: to not be running. Brake like Hold just, on. just was there a
0: scene with just pants in the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds or is there a newer one? Pants War raining of the Worlds? from the
2: sky, Jack. Raining from the sky.
0: You would know
1: if we'd ever watched it. Have we
0: ever?
2: Oh it. my I've god! I've seen that movie a couple of times, and I don't understand the reference. Is it? Is there? Wait, is there not? Are there not pants raining? I'm pretty sure there are pants. Yeah, At least there's one a rain. Scene, there's just pants. Pants from in the that sky. movie. It Jack? doesn't
0: rain pants. What the fuck is happening? I feel like I'm losing my mind. Wait, hold on.
2: It's so Neither hot
0: in here because my windows are closed because I live on a it damn rains highway. Pants, right? It I don't does. Think it, I don't think it literally rains pants.
1: I'm pretty sure. It rains. I, think there I don't. Is a single pair of pants because no, no I think The laser beams turn people into dust, and there's just like a pair of pants.
2: No, I'm pretty sure it rains clothing. You're making that up. This is abject lunacy. Cloudy with a
1: chance of meatballs or something like that.
2: Why would that happen
1: in Cloudy with a chance of meatballs? And Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, too. Now there's also
0: pants. Wait, there's
2: two? (laughs) Oh my god, this is getting too ridiculous. (laughs) Fuck. Do we have anything else?
0: I have so many more things. Hey. Okay, just because it's the
2: end of the world does not mean you can just litter willy nilly. Oh oh my god, I had that too. Drop in your shoes on the side of the road. Throw that
1: away? No. Also, while we're on that subject, society is not the reason I wear shoes. I wear shoes because they're comfortable and they protect my delicate feet. I'm not going to just start walking around barefoot. Have you ever walked
2: barefoot anywhere but inside your own home? My god. I wear shoes in Christ, my me. own home.
1: Dude, if I'm walking around without slippers on, my feet hurt within a minute fifteen minutes. I'm in, a delicate inside
0: little Inside your home. Yes.
2: Oh my god.
0: Well, Mark, you should get one of the nice mats above your like over your sink up under your sink and anywhere oh, else have you stand those. on a hard surface. We have those. I need to
1: get those mm-hmm. literally every square inch of my house. I need oh, my entire You are a delicate little flower. I am, I do, I could not tell you the difference in weight between chestnuts and whatever it was your grandpa was talking about. (laughs) I can't remember what that inside joke was that our listener. Brazil nuts.
0: Brazil nuts. Thank you. Um, Nope. Hey, if you're trying to buck someone's spirits up and tell them the importance of survival, comparing your existence to that of a glacier in 2015 is a really bad analogy.
1: It's like, yeah, it's it's like you walk up and you're like, honey, all we are is dust in the wind. And you just throw like a cloud of dust. In the so, air. hey,
0: be happy. That's not depressed, right? You know, my God, we're stubborn and eventually we erode rock.
2: God, I've, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what there's not much he can do in this situation to help her. I think she's gone.
0: I mean, for sure. But comparing their survival yeah. to a glacier can't help. Hey, have you tried oh. not being depressed?
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck, dude. Get drunk with me. Let's play strip poker. That should have been his play, like, almost every night.
1: Yeah, you know what we can do Guys, all the time this now? Is... Just
0: get drunk and screw. This is what I was saying about Last Man on Earth. Like, this movie, it suffers for not being Last Man on Earth, which does explore, like, just how the hedonism of you being alone with as much
2: booze as you want just wouldn't work. Like, it's so... Oh, God, that show was good. How do they not at least pontificate on the fact that they're like, well, we're all that's left. Better get to uh, cracking. Like... They repopulate. They fuck. It, I
1: mean, yeah, uh, they, they have sex, but in a private apartment and not in Times Square, which would have been fun to figure out how they shot that scene in the middle of Reykjavik <laughs> <laughs> with no one in the background.
2: I mean, they already shut it down.
1: So why not? You know, just disrobe entirely. I mean, I hear you.
2: I'm not talking about having a, the like for the quality of having a sex scene. I'm talking about like, Talking oh, about no, repopulation. I'm talking
1: about porn. I want porn. Just I know you want interest. porn, Mark. I know. <laughs> I fucking know. I want a 10 minute sequence.
2: Oh my God. Hey, you, you know, know what really I want? I think?
0: You want. I you think want to see all of it. that he might be a vindictive asshole who's trying to make her more depressed because the email he sends her ends with a preposition. Why the fuck did he say that? Why did because he say this is not. the winter sky we can look forward to? Oh, God. You're giving me less reasons to live now. Fucking, you're not uh, even gonna dude, I'd, see. I'd fucking, I'd, I'd write Jack that a sentence. A Get off. No, Get the here. winter sky to which we can look forward. At least then I, I know if you're. You using wrote proper... that. I would call you an asshole. Honestly, yeah. To which makes me more depressed. If, than no, then, then you, you can know can I have a reason to in. live. <laughs> I'm still Dickons? using proper grammar. I'm still thinking. I'm still yeah, caring. Yeah,
2: Listener, Jack does use proper grammar. Proper grammar. Jack fucking sends shit in our text that's like one word with a period. It's insane. I, I hate it. Use grammatically correct sentences. Excuse me.
1: He's never let up, left a participle dangling. I said that perfectly.
2: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a participle dangling. I see.
1: That's what I said. I said that perfectly.
2: Conversely, yeah, totally. though, I leave my participle dangling all the damn
0: time. This movie neglects to mention the absolute
1: horrible massacre that happened to domesticated animals. And... <laughs>
0: That was probably a good move on its part. Oh, yeah. No, but it still flirts with it. It shows a horse in captivity. Who the fuck was feeding that horse? (laughs) Right. Well, it shows a lot of stuff. I feel like, don't they see a cat or a dog at some point? I
2: don't know. It's grazing. The horses are fine. No, no. The horses are grazing. The horse she finds is under a stable tied to it. Oh, I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, yeah. They do that. There's a horse riding scene when they're like becoming wild and going into the... Into the Netherlands. And not there's the, a tied the up horse that apparently land
0: somebody's land. been feeding the whole fucking time. Yeah. Nils. I'm about <laughs> Nils to start doing it. If we don't go to ratings, I'm about to start talking about why press board with a router is the worst possible situation to make a water wheel out of. Yeah, we're not doing
2: that. Okay, so let's go to ratings. <laughs>
1: that's, that's the, the Pat Cast.
2: <laughs> Psych.
0: We each engineer our own type of apocalyptic mechanism. The dude had the things full access to Depot. everything Home Depot has to offer, and he chose a routed fucking press board. I was pretty impressed at what he built. I mean, look, it's because that's the cheapest possible materials, and the PAs had a router on them, but that's not what you should build in the water. Okay, you're still doing it, and I, don't, I didn't want this. No,
1: well, this is all staying in. This is all staying in. You know how Dave's roofs,
0: notoriously, He's- you make out a press board, and then you don't put anything on top of, because pressboard stands up to water so well on its own?
1: Yeah, exactly. Fuck. It's almost waterproof. It doesn't swell at all. It doesn't swell and dissolve at all.
0: It's, it's not porous on the side that's facing the water.
1: Jack, you just put primer on it. There's primer. Just use primer. That's Pr- so-
0: Over 80 horror use a one through ten rating system not rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how radioactive man who would rate the effectiveness of the goggles.
3: My eyes, the goggles do nothing.
0: And for ten, think of Milhouse Millhouse would rate the level of things coming up him.
1: Everything's coming up
3: Millhouse.
0: Story's the first guy to rate these movies. Jake, it's as off. we have so eloquently demonstrated, this was your pick. Rate the thing for story.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna give it a five. Uh, I'm interested to in see what you guys do. I had to go slightly below average here because there's so little of it. It's it's so conceptual in nature, and when you're that high level, it's hard to give you a super high story rating, turns out, so five.
0: Mark?
1: I went higher. I gave it a six and a half.
2: Cool. Um,
1: now, I am not a philosophical scholar like Jack is,
0: but I do Hey, I was a philosophy major for almost five weeks.
1: I do appreciate how- again i'm I'm gonna use this word from earlier but thematically consistent this movie is and the conversation that it inspires I think that's largely based off of the story it is obviously very minimalistic, but the conversation that you have in the vacuum of the story is important here it's it's basically a judicious lack thereof story so six it and is a half. there you
0: go I gave it a four i I I really I don't want to penalize it for having come out later than the last man on earth but it is God, that the that story one. is that but worse. I'm they, penalizing
1: it for coming out after the Twilight Zone episode where the guy can finally read again but then his
0: glasses break. There was time. <laughs> I finally had all the time to read. Great live reading there by the way. Um it's <clears throat> it's a lack thereof story but all the interesting things it's already done like are point four point done and better i think so i i don't i'm not giving it a huge amount of credit for story but it's also i mean it's interesting but then they also muddle i think all the the points they have to make nobody's on any side of any argument and it's all
2: just nihilism
0: and that's not that interesting a story world building and immersion their second category jake what is your world building and immersion score yeah
2: we might do like mark and i you know uh but mark and i might (laughs) do a little bit of flip-flopping here we'll see uh immersion mileage is going to vary tremendously for people with this movie world building that's where i put in some of that consistency that you just talked about i gave this a seven and a half and i fully expect your guys' scores to be way lower so let's see what happened Ooh, i'm excited to go mark what is your score
1: well it's funny because if you add jake's story and immersion score and my story and immersion score you get the exact same so you uh, flippy floppy. Well, not really cuz I gave it a 6. <laughs> his we, is
2: his is just straighter up. Mine's yeah. like a little more. Yours, yours
1: yours has more disparity. Yeah. Mine is just more consistent. Um yeah, I gave it a 6. Filming on location is important. The the ability to showcase the absolute grandeur and beauty of Iceland is important. Uh so maybe their their degree of difficulty on world building is probably a little bit lower, but they do it. So I'm cool with all of these things.
0: Yeah, I gave it a seven, and it's largely world-building. I mean, they make oh. Iceland feel isolated. They they make it feel... Not hard to do. Th- true, but they make <laughs> it feel... It's hard to make Reykjavik feel isolated. They do that well. Yeah. They yeah. make it feel simultaneously romantic and kind of hopeful because of how beautiful it is, but also crushing in how vast and expansive it is. Like, they do a... Tremendous job! This this movie is tone, and they get the tone exactly right. I wasn't immersed in it, but they built a hell of a world. I gave it okay. a seven. So um, your
2: your world building was like a ten, and your immersion was like a three, something like that. Okay. Who knows? Ten minus three is seven. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna take us into Scare Factor, Jake. What's your Scare Factor score? That's the next one. This is a hard one, considering we already said this is like a horror-ish movie. <sighs> This one stuck with me, guys. Like, what do you, what do you do? What is there? What's the, what's the purpose to life? I gave this a four and a half.
1: <laughs> oh, you gave it a four and a half. It fucked you you me it a up one. a little
2: bit, man. Like, I, it just there's something you, about. You started these...
1: by saying this is a hard one, and I wrote one in our document. Oh, it's not a hard
2: one. It's a hard one.
1: Okay, now well, I'm surprised
2: you, you didn't react more to this is a hard one. Yeah, if I gave. If... Yeah, Oof. if I pick this movie and then give it a hard one for scare, like...
1: I don't know. I think it would be defensible. This
2: movie fucked you up a little bit. Okay. Mark? It's just much different than your typical horror fodder.
1: Maybe this is illuminating what I gave it. I gave it a one and a half. I don't think it's yeah. particularly scary, uh, but I understand that, like... The psychological magnitude of the shit that you have to climb in this movie is pretty impressive. So that will resonate with people more than others. Uh, I have a significant... I can't wait for Jack to give this a nine. No, he's not going to. You guys are both going
2: to give it low. But... I think this is just accentuating that I have a significant fear of mortality and wonder what the purpose of everything is. More no, than I, 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 I,
1: I totally understand. And I think that's yeah. fair. And honestly, I wouldn't even get on... Jack too much if he went even higher than all of that because this is a really hard thing to rate of how this type of existential hard scare factor to give you uh yeah there you go whatever i give it a one and a half
0: yeah i gave it a two and it was an interesting journey because it for me the, the the most horror this movie has is clinical depression Right. Even more so than waking up in Iceland alone, which is the scariest part of this movie like that, that scene. But there's also a little jubilation the way they play it off in here as there there might be in real life. Like the real terror of this movie comes from just a person being clinically depressed to the point where they need to kill themselves. Um, and you are not alone, everybody. You can get help. Call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. We'll put a link in the description below. But that is the scariest part of this movie. And uh, I don't know. It's, uh, like, you don't need to go to this movie to get that kind of scare, so I'm giving it a two. I, I wanted to know what you guys thought of the elevator scene. That kind of pissed me off. Speaking of Last Man on Earth,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I think the elevator arc in Last Man on Earth would have eventually come after this movie since that was, like, season three or four, but... It was such a fucking stupid
0: scene to include cuz honestly like who's going to take the elevator in that situation. And I think they were trying to demonstrate his recklessness. No, don't freak out. Just climb out the fucking top. Nothing no one else is going to fuck or open the doors. The doors aren't hard to open. That's we're just happened. back in nitpicks.
2: That is what happened.
1: No, the doors opened normally. He, yeah, it just, just it went just back to normal to function correctly. But oh, okay. also, if you're ever in an elevator, you can just like slide your hands in between it and pull Some it. Some elevators
2: too. you need
0: you need like a knife or something to prime open the first little bit.
1: Okay, well, I mean, he had a backpack full of tools, I think, in that scene.
2: Yeah. I, also, I you don't people... think he was in any real danger. I think he was just scared and pissed at the fact that he got in an elevator. Yeah,
1: and then the door opened, there was smooth jazz. I, I, I think, don't blame
2: I... someone for being scared in that situation. I blame someone for fucking getting in the elevator in the first place. I also blame him for being scared. Also, uh, this is the guy who lives. I don't know. In I hate. Team. I'm scared in elevators. Every elevator now, I get always. into,
0: I kind of... And like when an elevator stops, I'm like, if this elevator doesn't get going in the next ten seconds, I get to climb out the top. I cannot wait.
2: I again
1: much... for the third time this episode, Jack is a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: I cannot fucking believe this.
0: <laughs> That's gonna take us into overall, Jake. Nope. Effects are just like they're Jake. What's your effects are just like they have score?
2: Yeah, I I gave this a six and a half. Slightly above average. Well, moderately above average, I guess. A uh, little bit more judicious lack thereof, I guess here. But I didn't really know where. It's kind of an effect what they do with like getting everyone out of Reykjavik. <gasps> That's cool. Uh, secondarily, <laughs> was that a weird hiccup uh, thing you just did? What the? Fuck no, I haven't breathed in a really long time, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> secondarily, it, crazy. it is. It is a a a beautiful movie, and I think that there's some level of effect to, to to apply to that. So, it's it's not super high because the degree of difficulty is pretty low when you're filming where they are, and they didn't have to do much anyway, but you can't give it too low a score either. Mark? What did you give it? Six and a half.
1: Oh, Yeah, I gave it a six. I have virtually nothing else to say. Jack?
2: Five.
0: Uh, which is like, <laughs> just right down the they, they didn't do anything, but it looks beautiful. It's very much like The Wicker Man, you know? It's like... <laughs> Cool, you flew over the
1: Scottish Isles and you included that as your B roll. Congratulations, good work. See, it's
0: exactly yeah. like the you...
2: Man. <laughs> good set selection, uh, good location scouting.
0: Now, overall, Jake, what's your overall score?
2: Yeah, I gave this a six and a half overall. I guess that's a little bit of a downgrade from my first time viewing. What did I give it in those many years? I think you gave it seven skitters. Seven, seven yogurts. Skeeters. Um, I'll stand. I think that's. I think it's good. I th- this is a movie that. I'm happy to have seen once. I am I guess I'm happy to have seen it twice because we were able to have this discussion, but it doesn't get better with viewings. Yeah,
1: remember when we thought we didn't have anything to say about this movie and then this, was, this is going to be like one of our longest podcasts? Yeah,
2: top of. five
0: longest podcasts.
2: Doesn't get better with multiple viewings, I'll say that. So I guess that's why it has the half point downgrade from three years ago or whatever.
1: Mark? I gotta say, I gave it a six. I gotta say, I feel like it does probably get worse when you know that she just kills herself. Right? That's got to happen. When you're just watching a
0: portrait of depression. Yeah, you're yeah just like, you have to go in blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. If, you go, if you go in blind, you're like, oh, maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe optimism wins. Maybe they... Well, you don't know anything. Maybe this other like, thing or whatever. No, if you watch this the second time, you're just like, oh, we're just... The clock is counting down until the time where she kills herself, and we figure out whether or not Riley decides to keep living or not, and then cut to black. Whatever. I give it a six. Yay. I don't know. It's... It was an interesting movie. Thank you for picking it. It was a fun conversation. I never want to watch this again. Get off. Her name wasn't
0: Riley, was it? His name was Riley. Riley. Uh, Her name is Janelle or
2: something. uh, Janai. Janai. Very difficult for all of us to say. Yeah, weird name.
0: Um, I'm giving it a four. Um, I I think, again, I'm trying not to penalize it for being just the same concept of, but worse than, The Last Man on Earth, but I'm having a hard time. It's beautiful. But it's not doing anything for me from a thought-provoking standpoint that hasn't been done better elsewhere. So it's a four. Um, oh, you know we don't even get to get the fuck out of here, huh?
2: No, well, we have multiple <laughs> things.
0: Still. Yeah, there are
1: still two different things we have to do.
0: Oh, you know what, guys? The shot of Brenovan, I poured a little hefty. It really fucked me up. A little um, hefty. It was overflowing at the top. There was a dome on it. <laughs> and I'm this is just a, like a juice glass, so that's a lot of Branovan. All right, so now it's time to go into thumbs up, thumbs down. What do we think? Jake, are you recommending this movie or not? Or are we sticking with Mark's suggestion of stealing our, uh, our, our f- from our friends over at the Who the Hell is This For podcast and talking about who, to whom you would recommend this movie?
2: I am only recommending this movie to people who have kind of seen everything and I know like indie horror. The things that push the boundaries of the genre and... And that's about all I can do. Someone who's just looking for a horror movie, there's 0.0% chance I'm recommending this. That's why I want to talk about it with you two.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think in general, this would probably be a... on on balance. This is why I hate the thumbs up, thumb down segment. I think I would give this a thumbs down. We're not doing well. We're like not a, doing the thumbs up, thumbs down. But I'm, I'm comparing and contrasting. Okay, it was a <laughs> okay. skill I learned. Jack, in we're transitioning
2: English. into the new format. Okay? I like that Let the it transition breathe. is just talking about
0: how shitty the old format was.
1: Yeah, I, I <laughs> would like most of our stuff. I would generally give this a thumbs down, but there is a specific set of people that I would probably give the thumbs up to, which are the people who are like, if you're really into sort of like Twilight Zony horror. This is probably yep. your bag. If yep. you are Jake,
0: this is yep. probably your bag.
2: Love twi- Love Twilight <laughs> Zone horror.
0: Yeah, that's weird though cuz like I love Twilight Zone humor or er, humor horror yeah. <laughs> this, you know. And the, but the, and this didn't do it for me. I'm recommending okay. this okay. to
1: Jake but i want you to i want you to, to go in uh, we're going to do a psychological experiment here jack you and i we're going to connect make okay. eye contact with me please yeah buddy so here's what's going to happen you are going to pretend you haven't seen this Okay. and we're going to be having a conversation you're going to be like well I, I really like the psychological elements of the twilight zone and you know i really liked um a few of these other psychological horror movies or whatever and i'm like oh you should watch you should watch bokeh it might be up your alley you're, Go you're, in blind, see what happens. You're right. If it, you come out hating it, we're still going to have like a fun conversation. Maybe, yeah, see it might be in my alley, but it first first won't
0: be. Hour of this podcast. I, I, I think I'm just recommending this to Jake because I'm a person who likes all this psychological Twilight Zone horror, and I didn't love this, so I'm recommending this to Jake. <laughs> you can say no one. The answer
2: can be no, no. no the answer is a
0: hard Jake. I am absolutely but, recommending
2: this to Jake. But you, I think you have to come up with like a character type. Like Jake is very. You're you're an archetype. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, fe- I think what is that? An archetype.
2: Or are you not going to say it to protect the, my the kind of person to whom
0: I would recommend this movie?
2: Yeah, that's not helpful. <laughs> no one knows what that means.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, well, it's all I got. No one's,
2: we're not going to elaborate. I
0: mean,
1: I feel like whatever you like minimalist psychological horror. That's the type of person you're. Thank recommending you.
2: This I time. think that's adequate.
1: And now we have our next segment for which oh, Jack, yeah. Jack has Jack
2: also abdicated hosting, didn't he? Damn.
1: We have we have run out of movies to review, and we Shit. gotta do another draft, baby.
0: Gosh, I am drunker than I expected, and it's like four PM here. You shouldn't <laughs> no, have borne of I'm, a lucky. Juice I'm glass in Hawaii. It's
2: only four PM. Uh I'm Jack. <laughs> I've been <laughs> up since Jack.
1: two. Who's going first? Who wants to go first?
0: I do. Okay, Jack. This is
2: the worst <laughs> energy for a draft I have ever <laughs> well, seen.
0: Well, are we doing... Uh, I don't know. Do we all have our lists ready to go? Do we need some time to think about it? I'm good. I'm all set. I've, I have fucking seven movies. Selected. I have five because I was worried you were going to steal one of mine, Mark. Yeah. Well, it happens. It does happen. I have <laughs>
2: threes. So don't bug with me.
0: Uh, don't worry about that, Jake. I think we'll be fine.
2: I'm going to pick three movies like Bokeh. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: All right, my first pick. We've talked about it a bunch. We've all seen it. We've never refuted it on the podcast. Asterix, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, God, this is already scary. There's, a chance, why, why there's <laughs> a chance I might have to come up with a backup pick, but God. I'm picking District 9. No,
2: oh, that's we've definitely not we've reviewed definitely that. We've definitely never covered that.
0: Good, okay. I didn't think that's so. Great. I didn't Neil think so. Neil Blomkamp.
1: This An, is
2: action. An action sci-fi horrorish movie, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah.
1: Barely horror. But okay. Cool. Oh not barely horror. I own this movie on Blu-ray. So nice. that's how I'm watching
0: it.
2: <laughs> Am I too? No, I don't. I definitely don't. Mark, why barely. don't you go next?
1: Okay. Uh on the date we are selecting this, it is May eighteenth, so we'll see when this movie actually or when this podcast actually actually comes out. But this is going to be for May twentieth, twenty first, maybe general summer season. And we got we to gotta fit some blockbusters in yeah, there. Yeah, we got some love, summer picks here. Love District 9. Uh, but there's a movie that's been floating out there for a long time for me that I've wanted to visit with you guys. Let's watch Joyride. Okay. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. this is one
1: of the, like the quintessential movie horror blockbuster things for me. Love it. I don't think it fits in particularly well with anything else we've watched, so let's give it a, let's give it a roll. Let's Hell do it. Yeah. Candy I see cane. what you did
2: there. Okay, we have a District Nine, we have a Joyride. Let's go a little older. A movie I'm kind of surprised we haven't reviewed on the podcast yet. I think it's a classic. I don't know. Nope. Fright Night. Ooh. wait, which which one? The, I mean, the 85. The come on, come on.
1: For the record, the second one with Yelchin in it, pretty good. Sure, also. but but they're, but they're both but good.
2: OG but OG not going to talk shit on anything that Yelchin did RIP, but OG
0: I like that. I like that very much. My second pick is one that my lovely wife picked and she wants to watch with me. So I want to get it on the schedule. I think Jake, you've talked about it fairly recently. We're going to watch tone deaf and talk about it.
1: What is this?
2: Damn. When did I talk about this? (laughs) Did you not talk about this? Am I making this up? you definitely I already know what the hell you're talking about
0: it's a i think it's a 2020 movie but it's like it was actually released in 2020 but it was made in 2019 it's a horror movie it's <laughs> good excellent. that is what this <laughs> podcast is about okay
1: i'm gonna follow up with one that i think is probably gonna fit well into the summer season as well but do you guys ever have it where there's just like a movie that sort of Haunts you in a way that... It, you haven't seen it before, but it just comes up all the time in the shit you read. I do. It like oh, follows you all... around. Yeah. And it's just like every single fucking time you open a new article, it's like, hey, have you seen this movie? i oh. like, oh, that's come up 15 times for me in the last 10 days. What is I should is probably it? put this on my list. We're going to watch uh, The Guest, which is directed by Adam Wingard.
2: I'm actually super happy you mentioned this, because this... Interestingly enough, and to your point, just came up for me. Has
1: come up all the fucking time (laughs) recently. I don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah, It's all over the place. It's
2: from like uh,
0: mid-2010s, right? Somewhere around there, like 2016. Damn, we're going like
2: pretty action-y here. Hey, it's the summer season. Yeah, okay, cool. Cool.
0: Well, I I don't remember the order. Jake is next. Jack, we're going to need some deep horror from you when it comes around to you.
2: Okay, for my second pick, I'm going to go with... I've been itching for a little carpenter lately. Because we haven't done one yeah. in a bit. Yeah. Uh, and we haven't reviewed the fog. Oh. So shit. that feels like okay. a good summer pick. Okay. Let's oh, Oh,
1: God. The one from like 1982 or whatever? The
2: John Carpenter, the fog. Fuck, I hate this movie. Well, <laughs> you're gonna have plenty to discuss, buddy.
0: It's so loud. It's just noises. Alright. Well, for my last pick, I'm gonna go with a it's still kind of a contemporary movie. I think it's from like the twenty ten ish era. It's a British horror movie called The Children. And he, okay, that seems like a very generically named thing. It is very, very generically named, as I'm sure I'll be pointing out to you guys when we uh, actually go Why to. Why are you this picking is this? Directed by Tom Shankland. This is one that I saw quite a while ago, and it popped up in my memory recently for something that I don't want to spoil. So I won't.
2: That's fine. I needed like the preamble to why did you actually pick this?
0: Yep. I was reminded of it based on an event.
2: Okay. Well,
1: my whole flock was from like the mid 2000s to late 2000s. Oh, don't worry. Because now we're very much over selecting for this time period, but fuck it. I have I have decided that we need to start including the movies that we select as mine our top old. one for That's the That's your inti- guys'
2: problem. Mine are old.
1: Okay. I have decided yeah, you do have a nineteen You're in the
2: right same room and, and you're still
0: ones. delayed from what he's both, saying. It's both, unbelievable. Both of
2: mine. No, nah, I'm just I'm just trying. But uh, your comment
0: was still like 10 seconds delayed based for what Mark I said. What think, dude?
2: That's just how my brain
1: works, Jack. <laughs> the, the delay is all completely internal on my side.
0: No, no, Jake was delayed from what Mark you said. I was making fun of Jake
1: oh so it's then fine. It, you then can it, have
2: you made fun of mark it's all good
1: <laughs> okay here we go i my point is i want to start including the top ones that we have selected from our omnibuses of the past and i'm split between two do we want the
2: now pick the good one.
1: Oh, you want me to pick the good one no
2: give me give me like uh archetypes or something
1: uh do you want heavy metal or classical
3: i
2: mean oh god classical in this context, considering we've already picked classical. The perfection. Cool. Nice.
1: That's Allison like Williams. What was that
2: the movie heavy rocks. Metal option?
1: Uh the devil not devil's oh, candy. Oh the yeah. Devil's Candy. Yeah. Devil's Candy. Yeah, yeah
2: that oh, both would have been great. Good pick, Mark. Thank that you. The movie rules. Sure to pick the Devil's Candy. <laughs> No, I I have a very specific angle on the movie that I'm picking, and it's that I think, well, there there are two. One, that I just want to talk about it with you guys, because I really enjoy when we can do an anthology podcast. The way those land and the conversations that they have just tickle my fancy, I guess. Yeah, the rare oh.
0: occasions where we get to break format and stray off the rails a little totally.
2: bit. Every once in a while. This one also holds a special place in my heart, because we might be able to release something for our patrons which would be the full test episode of the podcast before we ever started that never saw the light of day oh fuck me yes we are going to review holidays (laughs) (laughs) and i'm gonna say right now we are going to release the full feature length podcast episode (laughs) that never aired before episode one hundreds of episodes ago of the holidays podcast as an addendum Uh,
1: did we do hold on I don't think that exists. It so exists.
2: It is on my computer.
1: Is it on mine?
2: It was a test episode. The question
1: is whether or not the audio file still exists. I think it's I on have... the Drive. I think the complete audio the file, file is on Drive. I have the finished episode. Okay. I'll be... Listener, we're not endorsing Jiminy this Christmas. I have
2: already. the finished episode, dude.
1: Oh, you have, like, the whole thing? Okay, I have the
2: episode. Like, we fully cool. we produced the thing and then never released it because it was a test.
1: Huh. All right. <sighs> Probably starts with Jack being like, okay. Hey, It's going to be... How you
2: doing? It's gonna be rough.
1: How's your, how were your days? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, how God. was your days? I was we using my
1: mom's
0: off. MacBook Pro to edit that on GarageBand.
1: <laughs> we all recorded it on our phones yeah. with like just like the mic kind of pointing away from us, I think. Yeah.
2: It's uh <laughs> I had that I had a memory of that the other day and I was like, <laughs> that's happening.
1: <laughs> well, Father's Day was good. Well
2: we Father's Day was good. I want to see that again. Yeah. I want to see the movie again. Let's do it. Do it. Damn, that's an that's, that's all a, of them. That's it. That's it. Okay, so
1: quick recap. Recap. District Nine from Jack. Joyride that was mine. Fright Night, nineteen eighty five. Followed by Tone Deaf, The Guest, The Fog, from nineteen eighty two. I think that's nineteen eighty two. I wrote nineteen eighty two. I had 80s picks. That. Yeah. Nineteen eighty x. Uh, The Children, The Perfection, and Holidays.
2: Dees.
0: Pretty I solid. just. Google Joyride and I totally forgot that Paul Walker helms this fucking film. Did Paul Walker Steve Zahn, man? Hell yeah. I was already excited and I'm way more excited now.
1: Yeah. I I that's been on my list for a long time, and I specifically wanted to wait until it was summertime to watch that movie.
2: There. We're there.
1: Let's get the fuck out of here.
2: Yeah, let's do it. This has been episode 222 of the A to Z Horcast. If you like what we have going on here and you want to check it out, those links to our website, anything else that we have going on, social media, they're all down there in the description below as normal. I'm saying things that I normally do. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, If you're still here hanging out with us, in all honesty, you might want to consider becoming a Patreon member. And that is not because we deserve the money, but because all of our proceeds are going to Feeding America, as they have been for the last over a year, I think, at this point. Give it a consideration. If that's not what you're wanting, that's fine. We're still here and uh, happy you're hanging out with us. Next week, we are entering a new crop of horror movies that we just drafted. And we're going to go right into Jack's pick. It is the start of summer, and so why not go with an action-y, newer sort of rager? Let's go with District 9. It's going to be next week-ish. Depends on when Jack releases the episode. feature Plus rage. Until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody.
0: Is it inaudible muttering or whatever? (laughs) It's inaudible muttering. Even the subtitles didn't know what he was saying.